turn right here. Sir, the battlefield is straight ahead. Please don't argue with me, Sergeant. I can smell a battlefield. We are fucking back with another episode of The Objective, a Battlefield podcast. What's up, everybody? We can smell that battlefield, can't we, Evan? We can. We can fucking smell it. We can smell a reveal of it anyways coming in May. Uh, What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Dubfire33. He's the man, the myth, the legend, the other Evan. How you doing tonight, Evan? Good, good. I don't know if I'd go that far, legend and shit, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know, in your own mind, I'm sure, for, you know, right? <laughs> so, you know, it's not, everyone's a legend in their own mind, right? Yeah, fair enough, fair right? enough. Yeah, so, all right, uh, let's get right into it tonight. Uh, did I miss anything? I don't think I did. I know that I might, I'm, I've been meaning to write down, to script an intro, but I'm trying to just, like, kind of do it naturally. So, like a stamp fucking send it. Exactly right. Okay, there you go. So fuck it. I didn't I don't think I missed anything. I got the name of the I got the name of the show in. I got I got my name in. I got your name in. Oh, it's episode 21. So we're on we're officially on episode 21. Uh which is pretty fucking amazing actually. So uh so to get on to something I wanted to bring up real quick. Um so this is, I know you guys are probably tired of hearing me say this shit because it's probably about the fourth or fifth time I've done this. However, uh, one of the first pieces of advice I received uh, when I talked to our favorite Call of Duty podcast host, uh, Raz Razanon, also known as Raz, uh, one of the first pieces of advice he gave me was to be open and honest and transparent with your audience. So that's what I want to do. Um and I know last pod I was I was in a fucking blender, as the popular term is now. I was just my head was in a fucking blender, and I know I can do better than what I did on that pod. Maybe you didn't. Maybe everyone didn't notice. Maybe some of you didn't. Maybe some of you thought it sounded fine. Uh, I didn't. I was just I was really out of sorts um, for a number of reasons. Um, Mainly, mainly, uh, you know, and I'm not going to get into politics or news or anything here, but uh, mainly because of some of the news items that had come across, you know, uh, my my purview, as it were. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, and, and I get it. It's stressful for everyone out there right now. It's uh, it's a fucking, you know, it's just a stressful fucking time for everyone. Uh, but if you've, if you've got a family and you have a kid like I do, uh, it is, it's something that affects you a little bit more 
especially when some of the particular news items about, you know, people being fucking shot to death, you know, for no fucking reason, you know, and when you hear those stories, so it just really kind of had me, it had me really stressed out last week and I let it affect me and I, I didn't do as much preparation as I should have. I didn't really get my head in the right place uh, to be doing it as I should have. And uh, so I just wanted to, you know, it's kind of want to apologize for that because I know I can do better than what I did last week and I'm going to keep trying to do better and I'm going to make sure I've got my head in the right place when I'm going to do this kind of stuff. Um, doing show notes for three hours the night before and a couple hours the other night before. It's definitely something that'll get your head, you know, straight. So, um, and, uh, and of course other things like, you know, just making sure I'm doing the show notes the right way. Uh, you know, and thanks to, uh, you know, advice from a friend of the pod, face, face Squire. No, it can't, you know, he kept telling me to just write everything down, like write every kind of thing, everything that comes across your head, write it down, you know, and I'm, and I've started to do that. So, um, so yeah, so I just wanted to get that out there. I know I, I've done this, I've done this a few times now where I've kind of like, it sounds like I'm making excuses at this point for sucking. And I don't know, maybe you guys don't think I suck. Um, I tend to think that I do. (laughs) Um, but that's only because I guess I'm, I'm my own worst critic, right? Everyone is really their own worst critic. So yeah. So I just wanted to get that out there. I wanted to, it's good advice. What the, the advice Raz gave me is actually very good advice. Being open and honest and transparent with your audience, I think is a very good thing to do uh, when you're doing this kind of thing, because it's like, one of the other things he said is like when people are trying to be fake or if people are trying to force it, people will know people can tell when someone's trying to be fake or you're trying to force something. So I don't want to, I don't want to, I just want you to know that if it sounds like I'm a little out of it, it sounds, if it sounds like I'm in a blender, uh, it's like it, you know, I just want you to know it. it there's other things going on and, and that are affecting me and I'm, you know, I'll work through them. Uh, but I know that I got to, if I want to, I want to keep doing this and I want to keep doing it at a level that's going to be entertaining and it's going to be informative and not sound like I'm straight, you know, not listening to someone struggle through trying to do a podcast. So, uh, Aussie menace in the fucking chat and with the sub, Holy shit, man. Let's fucking go. Aussie menace. My handsome friend, my most Australian, my most handsome friend in the world. How you doing, man? Thanks for stopping by, dude. I think this is the first time you've stopped by for the podcast before, man. I know. I think you've jumped in, uh, to watch me play some games before, but appreciate you stopping by, dude. Uh, yeah, you kind of jumped in, a, jumped in right in a little bit of a heavy spot, but that's all right. I'll, we'll move past it. <laughs> uh, so, so that out of the way, uh, and hopefully that's, hopefully that's the last time I have to come on here and make more excuses for, you know, because I feel, cause I'm feeling inadequate or I feel like I'm not doing a good job or, cause I, I don't think I, I mean, I like I said, maybe people, people didn't notice, but I kind of felt like I was, you know. My head wasn't really quite clear, and I definitely could have been doing a little bit, a little bit of a better job. So uh, hopefully, this is this is this is the last time I'll have to get into this. So yeah, you're usually at work, and but you've got the day off. All right, let's fucking go. Taking the taking the day off. I gotta turn that down too. That's probably really loud on the podcast. <laughs> Gosh damn it. This is that's the other thing too, man. It's like on top of everything else, all that other shit that I just talked about. I mean, this this Rodecaster Pro is badass but it's like it's just 
volume levels are different for everything. Volume knobs are different. You got to make sure. Speaking of which, uh, Aussie Menace, our, my most handsome Australian friend, Rode is an Australian company and they're fucking great too. They make really high quality products. Uh, anyway, this they're not paying for advertisements, so I'm just going to shut up about that now. Uh, so real quick, let's get into uh, some, not announcements, but just some of the normal stuff that I go into. And uh, so and th- uh, one more thing real quick. So what I'm about to rattle off, I'm going to pace. I'm basically going to be rattling these things off pretty much every episode from now until, you know, probably until basically, I don't know, things start picking up more in terms of listeners and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and more, the more and more people that sort of do join the discord and join and, and kind of like get, get, uh, connected to my socials. Um, because those are the those are the things that once more and more people are connected to those things, they're gonna kind of get you know they'll get the vibe for the schedule and and what the show is all about and stuff like that. So what I'm gonna do, I'll start uh, time stamping actually when I'm done reading all this stuff off. So because if you've been listening for a while, you know all this stuff, but I want to keep rattling this stuff off because we're getting we're getting new and new listeners um, quite a bit actually. We're getting. Uh, you know, like I said before, I have kind of sent out some invites to people from, you know, Dropshot community to join our Discord. But Discord, I didn't like spam invites. I kind of like did it selectively. But we've actually been we've been getting uh, people joining up in the Discord just finding the pod organically. So, um, so I want to keep rattling this stuff off for new listeners. Uh, but never fear, I will timestamp when I'm done with this stuff in the pod. So. Let's just let me get into it and get it over with. Uh, join the fucking Discord, of course. Uh, it's a completely obligation-free thing. It's a real easygoing way to communicate with other people who are listening to the podcast, other people who are going to play Battlefield. Um, and my hope is to cultivate a group of you know a, a community of people that want to play this game and um, you know play it with teamwork in mind. Uh, cause the idea will be that I'll have all kinds of, well, you know, I'll get more voice channels for people to squat up in and stuff. So join the fucking discord cause it's, uh, super easy and you'll meet some cool people and we'll talk about battlefield and shit. Uh, leave an iTunes review. If you, uh, rate me on iTunes, leave a review and I'll read it. I don't care if it's one star or five stars, bad review, good review. Don't care. I'll read it. Uh, shout yourself out on it. Shout out your Twitch, shout out your socials. Uh, doesn't matter to me. So, uh, it just, uh, the analytics is really all that matters. So, uh, leave me an iTunes review. Uh, thanks to everyone on Twitch. Aussie Menes, thank you for the fucking sub. Uh, thanks for all the other support that I've been getting on Twitch. Uh, I still have not gotten any of the emote stuff done or any of the cool Twitch stuff that I'm supposed to get done yet, but I'll get around to it. Um, and if you want to support the pod through Patreon, I have a Patreon set up. It is patreon.com slash play the objective. That's patreon.com slash play the objective. Uh, it's, it's, it's like a right. It's the default setting is $3 a month. So that's just what I left it at. That seems like a good enough number, but you can really set it whatever you want. If you just want to send me a dollar a month, that's fine too. Uh, you know, but if you want to send me a hundred dollars a month, Hey, I'm not going to deny it. Okay. I'm going to take that with, you know, with open arms. Um, I don't know if it's worth if that if it's worth that kind of money yet, but I'm hope you know my, my hope is to get there. Um, 
but I'll come up with some ideas for bonus content down the road. Uh, but if you do want to support us, um, it's yeah, it wouldn't be just supporting me because there's here's the thing: if I can start getting money through Patreon, Evan, then I will try to send some your way. <laughs> um, yeah. If you okay. if you want to start streaming, uh, eventually in this section we can get you know some shout outs for you but you're not streaming or in and you don't really do much stuff with socials so right but i would absolutely but i was just we were just uh chatting before i hit record i was just saying how much i really appreciate him helping me do this podcast now he's he's done it now what is this like the seventh episode you've done it with me for or the sixth one something, something like that like right that, yeah, yeah right so that's about right and you know, and it's it's your time, it's your free time you're taking to help me out with this. Uh, so hey, you know, help help the man get paid, right? <laughs> so True. help me get paid, help Evan get paid, help support the podcast because I, I'm 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 taking this thing right through, right through to the to the rele to the release of the game, and then when the fucking game releases, I mean, holy fuck, that's when that's when this shit's gonna get really fun. I mean, yeah. we're gonna be we're we are gonna be talking about game tactics, all the new weapons. What what's the game like? How are how are we attacking this map? How are we attacking that map? How are we you know what do we think about this vehicle, that vehicle? What do we think? I all oh, we're it's gonna be all of it, dude, and it's gonna be fucking great. So, uh, so if you wanna help support us, cause I'm gonna I'm gonna upgrade I'm gonna upgrade stuff. I'm gonna upgrade the computer. I'm gonna upgrade audio equipment, all that shit. So, uh. OBS layouts, all this stuff. It's all gonna, it's all gonna go. Any support you do send our way is is definitely gonna go into the pod. So, uh, okay, got that out of the way. Pod announcements. Uh, don't really have any particular announcements about the pod other than, uh, basically, you know, every Thursday night. This is what we're just gonna we're gonna keep plugging along, doing this every Thursday. Um. It sounds like, well, I won't get into. I mean, we're gonna get into that. Um, I mean, we will we will be getting a reveal soon. In the past, I have mentioned that, and we actually did just a few weeks ago. We ended up not doing a pod. We just ended up playing games. Um, so other than that, every Thursday night we'll be plugging along, doing it here. Um, but if there's, if we just can't come up with something to talk about, or there's the news cycle slow, then we'll still be here playing games or something. So, um, all right. So we got all that out of the way. Sweet. Um, so. I'm going to do, we're going to do this as a segment pretty much every, every time there's a race, because I, I'm not as into F1 as I used to be. That's formula one, read a book. Uh, but I still dig it. And so, uh, Evan, you watched the race last weekend, right? It was the Bahrain Grand Prix. Yep. Give us a, so yeah. So give us a quick recap of, uh, the Bahrain Grand Prix. Yeah, it was, it was actually a really good race. Um, Mercedes seemed to struggle all through practice and qualifying. They became dominant in the race, but not like they have in past seasons. Uh, Lewis Hamilton won, but he beat Max Verstappen by, I think it was seven-tenths of a second. So it was a lot closer than there's been in a long time. For Damn, a that's fuck it. That is, yeah, that's got to be the closest mm -hmm. finish. That's the, I mean, while. yeah, in a long while, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good race. Nice. Okay. Um so this it season's shaping up to be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the midfield looks as competitive as they always have. So Yeah. 
McLaren might be able to to pick up some podiums here and there. They're looking pretty strong this year as well. Okay. Who's so, who's driving for McLaren? Uh it is Lando Norris and Daniel Ricardo. Okay. Is uh, is my man Raikkonen still racing? Did you see my shirt by the yes. way? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> Raikkonen is still racing. He's near the back of the pack for, with Alfa Romeo. I okay, yeah. I, I was just going to say. He's there for a good time at this point. <laughs> Which of course he would be. That would be the most Kimi Räikkönen mm-hmm. thing ever. He's yes. like, he's like, oh, you know, I'm just, um, I just okay. I can't think of anything better to do, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna race the car. <laughs> I'm here to drink. I'm here to race, That's and I'm right. here to not do PR interviews. <laughs> exactly. Did you see what my shirt said? Have you seen the no. shirt? Have you seen? It's 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 the uh, just leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> of course, it leaves yes. out the expletive. Unfortunately, I wish it. I wish it had. Leave me the fuck alone. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the fuck. That was so great. I love Kimmy. Oh, Kimmy's the best dude. He's. I'm so glad he's still racing. It's like if mm-hmm. if he wasn't. Well, I mean, obviously Verstappen is exciting as fuck. I mean, he. You know, mm-hmm. what did he win six championships. Uh Lewis. There's, yeah, he's no. Lewis is on his. Seventh, as of last year. Oh, not Verstappen. So, I meant um, Sebastian Vettel. Uh, Vettel's won four. Oh, he won four. I thought he. I thought he won six. Why did I think he won six? No, oh. that was, that's uh, Hamilton. Oh, okay, I'm thinking. Of, okay, cool. Vettel won four in a row with Red Bull back in the day. Okay, right. Yeah. No, I remember. And Vettel's still racing, right? Yes. Yeah. He's uh, with Aston Martin. Holy now. shit! What the fuck? Aussie fucking menace just fucking joined my my fucking Patreon. Holy, <laughs> holy shit, Aussie. Dude, thank you, sir. Thank you very fucking much. Let's fucking go. Holy shit. Aussie, that's amazing, dude. Thank you so much for that, dude. That I I, I appreciate you so much for doing that, man. Thank you. I trust me. This is this we're we're taking this right we're taking this right through to the game man and then once the fucking games the game is out dude trust me this is going to be the place to be to talk about the game to listen to people talk about the game to get news to get everything you want to know about the game uh so thank you Aussie Menace. I appreciate you man. Holy shit. Thank you so much. Um all right. So cool. So yeah. So you know what? If you don't care about Formula One or you don't care about motorsports um, and you don't want to hear us talk about it, get scammed. Too bad. Because yeah, change it. Change, change it. Yeah, change it. Change your change your sports uh, you know, purview. Change what you like, change what sports you like, because motorsports are fucking great. Formula One now look, I have I have my opinion about what Formula One is now. I don't find it nearly as good as it used to be. You know the 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 V6s have a lot to do with it. They kind of just sound they kind of just sound like overpriced vacuum cleaners now, which is a little <laughs> which is a little disappointing. I definitely miss the V10s and the V12s. Uh, but I saw I love I you know we've talked about it. I love racing. So um, so yeah. So we're that's definitely going to be a segment. Basically, it, it it won't be a segment in the next two pods probably because as we were just saying, they don't race again for three weeks. But yep. uh, uh, yeah, April so. 8th. Imola's right. the next race. Oh, is it really Imola? Nice. Oh, they haven't been they haven't been to Imola in a while, have they? 
they raced there last year for the first time in a long time. Yeah, a long time. It was a shit show. It was Was great. it really? <laughs> nice. Well, I'm going to definitely tune into that one because I fucking love Imola, actually. Mm. Nice. All right. Nice, Austin. You're a motorsports fan, too. Lots of Australians are motorsports fans, actually. I love Albert Park. Albert Park is one of my favorite tracks. I love that track, actually. Um. Yeah. Uh, what's the ne- what's the name of the one that's got the fucking cr- that goes up the ha- side of a mountain though? I hate that track. Um, side of side of a mountain. I care anyway. We yeah. we've been talking about it a little too long, though. So we should probably just move on. <laughs> um. All right, so that brings us up to news, rumors, and notes. Uh so we know the reveals in May. We went over that last last pod, so we won't get uh, too into that. Bathurst, that's the yeah, that's the track. Yes, Bathurst. I, is no, it's probably a great track to watch a race, but I can't stand it in uh, Forza Motorsport. I can't. It's uh, just the the curve. It's a hard track. It is a hard yeah, track, dude. Going when you're going up the hill, this the fucking every. Every other turn just wants to fucking throw you off the track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, what, grip? Mechanical grip and downforce? Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to throw you off this fucking track. <laughs> anyway, all right, anyway. Let's 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 move on because we'll just... We, that, it, like, okay. This maybe, will be a tangent. It'll be, it'll be a tangent. Maybe maybe we have an idea for Patreon bonus content. We'll mm-hmm. fucking talk about some other... We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about... <laughs> we can talk about that for sure. Okay, so back to Battlefield. Um, So, yeah, so... Reveal in May. What 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 the details of the reveal are going to be? We don't really know. We'll find out, obviously. Um, but one of the so, but an in, a very interesting set of leaks did just come out this week that you actually pointed out to me. Um, and I got our conversation in here that we had in Discord because I kind of I, I liked some of the uh, some of the points that we made in there. Uh, so, but let's get into. What we got here in this in this set of leaks uh, that just came out this week, uh, some of them are things we've heard before, like Battle Royale is confirmed. Okay, Battle Royale is confirmed. Fine, we've been hearing this. It probably likely is uh, up to 128 players. Although game modes that support this don't seem to be the primary target. Now this is a little bit of a little bit different because I've been seeing supports 128 players as you know a note that's just been being thrown out there. But then this one has the caveat, although game modes that support it don't seem to be the primary target. Um, Excuse me. So what that says to me is there's only like, basically you're going to get conquest, which we'll get into to the, 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 the uh, point of tonight's episode is to be a big primer for battlefield. Um, So we'll get into what conquest means. If you're not sure about that, so yeah, it sounds like it'll just be conquest large or whatever, right? XL, yeah, Con- yeah, conquest XL is gonna is gonna be. So you, if you want to play like the big conquest mode, that's gonna be the one where you're gonna get sixty four v sixty four people. Um, and that's fine. That's actually probably fine. I think it would probably get pretty old pretty fast if every single conquest yeah. game you're playing is sixty four v sixty four. That's a lot of fucking people. I mean, thirty two v thirty two feels plenty crowded to me right when you're playing yeah depending on the map yeah yeah depending on the map sure but 64 v 64 is gonna it's gonna be cool but it's also gonna be it's gonna be fucking mayhem too depending on the it's gonna be pretty fucking hectic 
<clears throat> King Thanatos 10. With the fucking sub. Thank you, dude. Holy shit, look at the fucking support tonight. Thank you, brother. Oh, face it. Oh, sorry, face. <laughs> Get shit on. <laughs> Get absolutely shit on, face. Face Esquire with the gifted sub. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate you, face. Um, you fucking nerd. No, I'm just kidding. Not kidding. Kidding, not kidding. Uh, confirmed, ma confirmed maps, Wake Island, Metro, and Locker. K. That seems like a really strange little list of maps to say as confirmed maps, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a it's a weird mix because yeah. Metro and Locker are very similar. They're the same fucking map, exactly. And I'll tell you what, I can go with one or the other. If in either way, whatever if if Metro makes it in and Locker doesn't, fine. If it's the other way around, fine. And if in Wake Island. Honestly, I'm kind of tired of Wake Island. I, I could take or leave Wake Island at this point, too. Yeah, it might be interesting if they change it up for the time period. But Yeah, we'll yeah, but that, that, yeah, true. Yeah, maybe. So, um, so then the next item is Destruction will behave like the Bad Company series, focused on smaller scale. Think digging holes with grenades launchers. Which, well, that was true. That was actually, um, the fucking game, the, the maps would get pockmarked with fucking, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, fucking uh, craters. However, there will, there will be large-scale destruction events such as taking down buildings, although I think they are moving away from the levolution and making them less scripted. Um, okay. I mean, I could take that or leave that. I doubt it. I doubt that one, though. This whole list... This this list of leaks is getting like more suspect the more I read it. Like I just skimming through it, I remember, but like the more I'm thinking about it, this is like I don't know. This gets more suspect by the by the minute. I don't know. Yeah, the, take everything with a grain. Of oh, salt of course. I mean, yeah, point. for sure. That's what has we have to do anyways. But um, I don't know. I mean, Levolution is like what Levolution was their baby, right? I mean, it was it was the like sort of uh, thing that they marketed about Battlefield Four was this oh this Levolution you're gonna and it is yeah. pretty it is pretty damn neat I mean it is other other than the Sandstorm and Gulf Oman which can go God, fuck, fuck itself <laughs> yeah no Sandstorms please yeah. for the love of God no no more fucking Sandstorms um but all the other Levolution stuff was really great it was I remember being I remember, I remember experiencing all experiencing them all for the first time and it was just really neat the mm. way the maps change the 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 tower the uh whatever that the like smokestack tower collapsing in caspian border and then mm. it creates a whole new way to get up to that flag because you could run through the inside of the smokestack and, and you're right yeah. i mean yeah so i don't know that that that's highly suspect to me and then the so then, so then, the the coup de gras of this one is the last item, which is a little bit of a long one. So core gameplay. This is probably the biggest news we have so far. Essentially, the game, no official title yet, is going to be a hub for most, if not all, previous Battlefield titles. You will be able to, and this is where it gets fucking weird. You will be able to boot up servers playing exclusively 1942 
or even have the option to play with settings so one team has access to 1942 weapons and vehicles and the other team has access to Battlefield 3 weapons and vehicles. An example given was teams fighting Panzers versus M1 Abrams. Additionally, these settings include core gameplay mechanics, such as not being able to sprint with 42 because there was, there was no sprinting in 1942. Settings and not being able to go prone with bad company settings. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Obvious, most fucking obvious statement of the fucking year here. I'm not sure how this affects balancing issues. <laughs> no shit. If, if that's a thing, it's probably going to be like rental servers and it's just people doing it for shits and giggles. I don't think they're going to do anything official with that stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, that's an in- that's a very interesting thought about this then. That's actually yeah. a very very interesting thought. Um perhaps that will be what they will do. Um but then it would have to all be re yes. not remastered. It would have to be rebuilt versions of these games. 1942 Battlefield 3. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that might come later in the life cycle too. Maybe, yeah, maybe it would be later in the life cycle, but we're really getting we're getting into seamless transition territory now. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're getting into Call of Duty seamless transition territory with this one. Um, but the thing, the interesting thing about this one was that I had, as I, I had been telling you, I had thought to myself that, and it, and it was after Battlefield One came out, and I was thinking about. It was before five came out. Like what what are they gonna do next with this game? They've covered they've covered all of the the settings, all of the eras of war, right? They've with one, they've cut Battlefield One, <laughs> World War One, right? World War Two, Vietnam. Technically they haven't really touched on Korea, but Korea is essentially just World War Two. Right. You yeah, know, for if the you, most part. For the most part, right. I mean, that's a that's obviously not it meant to be a disparaging way in any way to Korean War veterans. My wife's grandfather was a Korean War veteran. Um so yeah, uh Middle East, Desert Storm, Modern Warfare, all this stuff. It's like they've covered it all. So what would be an interesting what would be an interesting game uh for that for them to do next? And I thought, man, it, it would be kind of neat if they developed a game that had all the eras of war available to play in one game, right? And I, would, I thought to myself, yeah, I mean, that's be, I don't know. I mean, it would be really tough to do. It seemed really strange, but it might be pretty fucking neat, right? You know, it, have this, I don't know what you would call the title, but like you release it and it would, well, we've heard the game might just be called Battlefield. So you release it, just call it Battlefield, and you get a few maps of, you know, where you can fight in uh, North Africa or some, you know, Battle of the Bulge, right? And then if you right. want, if you feel like you want to play Desert Storm, you can play, which I've said in the, on other pods, I kind of wish they would, I mean, 3 and 4 kind of has, obviously there's the desert maps and stuff like that, but right. Battlefield Battlefield 2 specifically captured that sort the whole, and you have you you don't have much of a reference for it because you're a fucking kid, but... <laughs> um, I'm a child. You are, compared. you're a fucking child. Uh, the whole the desert storm, and uh, you know desert shield aspect of of warfare from that time, the way the guns looked, the the M1 tanks, the way they looked, and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. So I thought that was really interesting because it's like I've thought about this before that that could be an interesting battlefield game. Um, but the way you put it, 
sets it in a, a yeah it kind of reins it in a little bit in terms of it being some kind of thing they'll do down the road and yeah and for private servers or something like that right yeah that would make the most sense to me yeah kind of especially as the way it's described way it's described in in, in those leaks there right yeah because that so um but yeah it and with like we've said before with live service and content drops and seasonal drops and stuff like that yeah maybe maybe okay so maybe what this person caught on to and maybe what might actually happen perhaps that's going to be some of the seasonal content that's introduced down yeah. the road right seasonal content that is 19 battlefield 1942 yeah that's uh, the thinking on the fly here that just that makes actually a lot of sense one of the content one of the seasonal updates being battlefield 1942 and we get uh you know i'm trying to think of some of the battlefield 19 uh l alamine operation battle axe uh you know stuff like that and it gets just dropped it gets dropped into the new engine right but the world war ii tanks and everything and all the kind of battlefield and then maybe they do battlefield 2 and battlefield 3 yeah so Interesting, for sure. Um, and then I caught on to one other list. Oh, you made. Oh, that's right. You made an interesting point that I wanted to bring up um, when we were talking in Discord about this. Uh, you said you were also thinking if they would do it like Rainbow Six Siege, and you just make the one game for five or six years. So, and I meant, yeah. I, and I wanted to you to expand on that because I'm not really familiar with Rainbow Six Siege. Like, how exactly? What did you mean by that? Well, they they had had plans for another Rainbow Six game, but it was like way different. It was like a zombies based thing. But Rainbow Six Siege is on its I think they're on year six. You buy a you can buy a season pass essentially for the year and it, it gives you all the content that comes out, but they just continuously update the one game rather than all right, this game's been out for a year or two. Let's put out another one. They just add to the game they've already got. Okay, right, yeah. It seems like that's probably easier on their end rather than having to start from scratch every couple of years. Oh, for sure. They kind of keep the same thing going and update it and change balance. Right, which... And stuff like that. Which is... Which it seems to be the chic for the, the big studios right now. That's what mm-hmm. Bungie is doing with Destiny. Uh, it's what Blizzard has always basically done for World of Warcraft, right? But in terms of, but for but for that kind of system to yeah to be, yeah it was it was it's common for the MMORPGs, right? But for that to be coming to these first person shooter games is definitely yeah, it's definitely a little new. Um, so yeah, it sounds like that's what Activision ha- you know has planned for Warzone for sure, right? Yeah, it's like that. That engine looks nice. That's a there's you know there's not going to be much of a reason for them to 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 develop a whole new engine, other than the fact that they need to put an anti cheat in that game. (laughs) You know. Well, that's yeah. Yeah, that we're not going to get into that for sure. Um, Yeah. So anyway, um, so another okay. So yeah. So that's interesting, Uh, and. I don't see why they wouldn't go that route with this. You know, it's yeah. it's the it's the way to do things 
Everyone can just download all the content now easily. It's super easy to download all that shit. So yeah. Um yeah. battle passes, seasonal content, live service, all that crap. So um so then this other list real quick, because uh, we've already been going over we've already been going over these notes now for like twenty minutes. Um well we were talking about F one too, but get scammed. Uh so this list real quick, I'll just go through found this on gamefacts.com gamefaqs.com um and it's got some stuff that we've already heard again game will simply be called battlefield 10 years in the future uh which which is more to suggest that it's going to be um you know like last stand it's going to be pretty much directly after the, the the last uh battlefield 4 expansion uh battle royale coming back battle royale built around a class perk system not sure what that means exactly but i i don't i don't let yeah i'm not really sure what even to think about that one um single player this one's a little new there will be single the single player will be focused on what sounds like a mercenary team that can contract to both the u.s and russia it may be co-op that's an interesting one. So it sounds like if they develop the single player campaign in this way, you'll get to choose if you want to play the Russian protagonist or the United States protagonist in mm-hmm. in the campaign story and then that'll be co-op. So the team will be made up of contracted US soldiers, contracted Russian soldiers, right? Which kind of will fit the narrative for what they want to do in the campaign, right? So that one's yeah. that one's kind of interesting, but the last point that they have here, which makes me the only reason I even brought this point up, because it this point here kind of screams to me like someone just made all this shit up, because it sounds like it's like this qual. It sounds like they threw it in to kind of make it sound like a little legit, and it says the reveal trailer will not contain any gameplay or multiplayer, and it's like that's fucking that's absolutely fake fucking fake news. It's like, of course it's going to fucking contain gameplay. Now, is it going to contain, you know, super detailed looks at the gameplay? No, it's not going to... But there's going to be gameplay in the trailer. They're not going to reveal the... You don't have a, a game reveal these days that is just strictly some rendered movie, you know. Of And, a, and I can tell you why now, and I can tell you exactly why. Because, actually, all of the cinematics these days are actually rendered in the game's engines in the past they the game's engines didn't look nearly as good as the way you could render a a, a computer generated movie right you could you could you could create a computer generated movie that looked really nice and detailed and have nice fluid movement and it would it would be like a a little cinematic for your game but it was not you know they would never render it in the game engine these days, the game engines look so fucking good and so detailed, they can render all those cinematics. All the Call of Duty uh, cinematics, they're all rendered in the game engine. So that's why this is bullshit, for sure. If, they, if this person even tries to claim that they know this for a fact, I'll fucking... They're absolutely... You are fake news. Wrong. Wrong. So, for sure. Yeah, I mean it's like because because all the all the cinematics, all the stuff is rendered in the game engine. So we're absolutely going to see. Now like I said, mm-hmm. are we going to see full on very detailed gameplay? No, we won't. But it's definitely going to be yeah. 
you know, it's definitely going to be gameplay for sure. <clears throat> Catch up on chat here real quick. Simple name nine. I've no idea how to live. Simple. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Yeah, how the hell didn't you follow? Yeah, how hadn't you been? And are, and why are you simple name nine on Twitch? Are you a clone? Are you because you're simple name eight in the Discord, and this is simple name nine. So is there something you need to? T are, are are you simple name eight's clone? Well, you wouldn't know any different because you're clones, right? <laughs> so, thanks for the follow, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Why the hell did it take you this long to follow? Like holy shit. L2K greatness with the follow. Let's fucking go. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate all the support tonight, guys. This is fucking great. Um, feels pretty good because this is actually this is an episode for sure. We've already talked yeah. about we've already talked about Formula One. We've we've already just yeah, and now we're just really getting into it. We're now we're about to really get into the point of the episode, which is what I'm affectionately referring to as Battlefield 101. So. What we're getting, what we're gonna get into now, is the whole point of tonight's show, and basically what I want to do for this uh, for in this episode tonight is basically set out a primer for the Battlefield games. Well, I should take that back. Not the Battlefield games, somewhat, but one game in sp uh, in particular, Battlefield Four. But essentially, it being an overall, you know, sort of. Uh, primer for how a game of battlefield works because it's actually battlefield is a is a pretty unique game it's not now i guess uh, you know treyarch definitely appropriated it you know the, the the conquest game right for combined arms and cold war uh but before that you know uh what battlefield offered is offers is a very unique game experience first-person shooting game experience to any other multiplayer first-person shooter multiplayer out there right um and so why be a four uh because let's face it the only game you really want to play leading up to the release of the new game is battlefield 4 by all accounts the new game's going to be a modern setting battlefield 1 is a beautiful game fun game but you know it's it's not quite the same. Not quite the same. It's it's anachronist. It's it's very anachronistic. It it you know it it feels like Battlefield One for sure, right? Holy shit! Face a squire with another fucking gifted sub. Let's fucking go. Thank you, brother. Man, the support tonight's fucking crazy. There you go. Simple name nine. Simple nine. Simple name eight's clone. <laughs> Thanks for the gifted sub, face. I appreciate it, man. Um. So yeah. So so Battlefield Four. Battlefield 4 is the game you want to play. Um, and what we're going to go over, uh, we're going to go over basics, pretty much, you know, basics of gameplay and the, the certain game types. Um, I know most of you, I know a lot of people list that are going to listen to this will know this stuff, but, you know, you might learn some new stuff. You never know. Um, and I couldn't, and so to get, to kick it off, I, uh, I mean, I know we're going to talk about Battlefield 4, but I, ha I, I can't kick this off without bringing up Battlefield 1942 because Battlefield 1942 is where this all started, and it's relevant in the sense that Battlefield 1942 very much created this this style of game 
that has been it I don't has it really been appropriated much outside of combined arms and cold war that you can think I was thinking of some older games that were big style battle games but they didn't have a game like a game style like conquest right yeah uh ground war and MW20 or ground war yeah guess, of course yeah ground war yeah it was exactly vastly so. inferior so oh yeah uh, yeah vastly inferior yeah for sure um yeah so so when battlefield 1942 was released battlefield 1942 was a completely different first person shooter game experience uh available that over everything else that had been released at the time at the time you had, you know, you had Doom, and you had Quake, excuse me, Unreal Tournament and stuff like that, which had multiplayer, but it was always, you know, of the very sort of typical multiplayer that we're used to. You jump into a map, you play Team Deathmatch. Generally, they were all free-for-all. I don't even know if there was, like, Team Deathmatch games even in Unreal Tournament. It was just all free-for-all. Just, you know, see someone, fucking shoot them and kill them, frag them, you know, gib them. Does people, do, do the kids say gib? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Although That's I have a boomer term. That it's a little bit of a boomer gamer term for sure. Although I, I don't know, not entirely. I feel like I've seen it thrown around. I feel like I've seen Gib thrown around. Gib was another um actually well no uh fragging is a, just a general term for basically just like, you know, right shooting and killing right. your 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 the bag your enemies in the game. Gibbing actually did refer specifically to basically turning your opponent to goo by hitting them directly with a rocket launcher and watching their body just basically turn into a <laughs> yeah okay. red mist essentially or like a gooey pile a gooey mess because you basically just fucking you know destroyed their body it was we it was referred to as gibbing and i don't remember exactly the etymology of it but i suppose it was the g and the goo gib kind of just sounds like the same thing anyway i can try let's get back on track here uh so i remember the first time i played battlefield 1942 and i i fired it up and i was like where where's the campaign? It's like, what's going on here? There's no uh, campaign to play. I'm like, okay, there's no campaign. It's like, it just, you just play. Oh, okay. What is this? Um, uh, Oh, there's these flags to capture. Ooh, look, there's vehicles to get into. I was just like, holy fuck. I was like kid in a fucking can. This is, this is really fucking neat. But it was like, just, it was a completely new game experience and it's become, you know, the, 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 I, I'm reluctant to call it the second most popular first-person, you know, kind of shooter series out there. But I mean, let's face it: it in terms of sales, in terms of how it, what moves the needle, it's not. It is not, you know, COD in that sense. So I'm reluctant to say it because I'm obviously here. You know, we're Battlefield fans here, but right. it is the different truth. Strokes for different folks. Well, sure, exactly. Um, so. But it has turned into, you know, the one of the most popular game series of all time. So let's get into it. So what do you get when you so when you when you start up Battlefield, what are the game types that you jump into and you play? So the classic Battlefield mode is known as Conquest. And it's the it's the it's a classic Battlefield all out warfare battle for supremacy, essentially. Um, and what you have is you have tickets one team has a, a thousand tickets the other team has a thousand tickets and you have flags all over the map which you have to capture uh you know you fight over and you fight over them and, and you 
you capture them or you lose them. And the more flags you own, the faster you bleed the other team's tickets. And I'm realizing now that like I probably should have my show the show notes for this probably should have been more like bullet points <laughs> rather yeah. than like kind of the longer sentences I have typed out here. Cause I'm kind of looking at them going like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I, was, I probably should have just done bullet points maybe, but in any case, yeah. So that's what conquest is. And the point of the game is to, to drain the other team of their tickets. And you do that by you accelerate the, the rate at which their tickets drain by holding more flags than them. If you own all the flags, their tickets will drain at a very fast rate. And the other way that tickets get drained is when you spawn in. And we'll talk about spawning because spawning into the game is there's a myriad of ways you can spawn into the game. Um, so, but when you do spawn, when you die and you click, you click deploy, which essentially, you know, in, in whichever fashion you're spawning into the game, boom, you've just used up one of your team's tickets. So that's, that's, that's how the tickets expire. Um, so yeah. So did I miss anything there or do you think I pretty much covered that? That, that's a pretty basic overview of conquest yeah okay uh some maps are better than others but you'll you'll figure out what you like over time exactly yes for sure um absolutely yeah there's definitely some there are definitely some maps where it's like uh it's like i wish we were playing rush on this map mm-hmm. <laughs> and not conquest um like uh, well i don't know locker yeah Locker I can locker I can take either or really. Um Yeah, Locker can be a shit show one way or the other. Yeah, basically. Um So Conquest is like the main battlefield mode that you're gonna play. Um and you can play that game mode in pretty you know any manner that's offered to you, which is the whole point. There's vehicles everywhere, there are mm. all there's always a couple of flags that are within running distance to fight over. So if you just want to get into a fucking infantry boots on the ground, you know, uh, warfare with a nut with between two flags, you can do that. Or you can assault some far off flags. You can get into a tank and drive at it and assault it and all that kind of stuff. Um, well, you know what? I just realized that like, I didn't really put in was, was, squad stuff but we'll get in it we can do that for the next one because we're going to talk about we're not even going to cover everything tonight for sure so we'll definitely do another one where we'll cover basically what we'll end up doing is we'll end up covering maps uh sort of like squad stuff like ways good ways to play in squads and we'll cover vehicles so anyway um so then the other very popular game mode which will i'm sure rush will probably be in the next game as well um i would think so yeah is rush uh, and Rush is actually was introduced in Battlefield 3. And it's actually a it, it was a really great addition to the series because up until that point you basically just had versions of Conquest and you could or you could play team deathmatch, right? So Rush introduced a version of a game where there's a defending team and an offensive team or an attacking team and if you're the attacking team, your goal is to reach these two MCOMs. They basically just look like, you know, generic kind of like computer things. Uh, and you got to get to the MCOMs. You've got to arm them. And, uh, you know, 
and then defend them so that because there's a timer on when you arm them and you've got to you got to you got to destroy both MCOMs and once you do that there's the the map will be laid out so that there'll be a subsequent set of MCOMs uh, to attack as well and obviously if you're defending them your job is to defend them and it's actually it's actually a very fun game mode um, it can as we said it can be terribly frustrating on certain maps <laughs> um, but on some maps it can be a lot of fun um, yeah so it's uh, it 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 offers a much more it's I don't think are there can you recall I don't believe there are any rush maps that have got like any crazy amount of vehicles there's some that do have like you get you get i know i know on pearl market the attacking team can get that armor that carrier that personnel carrier that's got yeah right and then and then but that's pretty much it and then occasionally isn't is there one or two that have got the um the ifv the infantry fighting vehicle that you can recall yeah I think there's a couple that you can get a tank in or a transport helicopter. Um, the server I typically play in on PC has vehicles disabled and rush. Okay, right. So which I is think yeah, that's better for balance, anyways. It's it's definitely better for balance, which is something you'll run into um, if you decide to play Battlefield Four. Yeah, that's definitely something you'll run into. You're going to run into a lot of custom servers, especially now. This game is way past its life cycle it's amazing that the servers are still as active as as they are and which is one of the reasons why i kind of wanted to do this because the servers are actually getting a little bit more active because the game's becoming a little bit more accessible right it's available through ea play now which has been extended to pcs and all that stuff right so yeah so i figured that's this is a good time to do this um there's all, of course. There's, there's. You can, you can play team deathmatch. Um, you can play squad team deathmatch, which is, an, you know, kind of a fun little take on team deathmatch. Um, and of course, the maps are always modified for that kind of thing. Um, right. There's the so, I'm, I kind of want to talk about this, but I don't because it's not really a game mode that you're gonna run into. Of course, there's obliteration and domination. Obliteration is obliteration is a weird game mode. It never really caught on. It's kind of like a a carry the bomb. You carry the bomb to certain places and you have to set the bomb off. It's yeah. it's essentially like rush, but someone's carrying a bomb and you got to It's like uh rush meets demolition from Call of Duty. Yes. Is how I would describe yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Um and domination is just a smaller version of conquest. And generally, it would be on maps. It'll be on smaller maps. There'll be less flags and less vehicles. But it's it's basically just conquest light, and they called it something different. They called it domination. Um, so, but the one I'm kind of reluctant to talk about is carrier assault, because I I have talked about it in the past actually. Um, I think if you go back a couple episodes, I kind of got into it. Um. And the reason I'm somewhat reluctant to talk about it is because it's not a game mode you're going to really run into, likely. But part of me does want to talk about it because, as we've talked about previously, there is a chance that we may have Titans. Because Carry Assault is a take on Titan Assault, which Titan Assault is from Battlefield 2142. Um, And I will will send you that bottle of, of bourbon if they remaster Mount Grappa... Mount Grappa 
and there's a fucking Titan flight flo- uh, floating over it. If, yeah, if, I'll bet for sure, dude. If if you call that right, dude, I'll fucking that is that will be fucking that'll be so much fun. It'll be great if that happens. But it's a but carrier assault is essentially it's exactly it's it was it's it's Titan assault mode just with carriers. They wanted they wanted to give because Battlefield Battlefield Four came out quite a long a long time after Battlefield twenty one forty two came out. So not a lot. So people who got to kind of get into Battlefield Three and Battlefield Four had never played twenty one forty two, so they never got to play Titan Assault. So they decided to put Carrier Assault in with Naval Strike, and it's a, it's essentially the same thing. You've so real quick. So it there's you got two both teams have a carrier, and you can play this game. Basically, you can play it similar to Conquest. You can cap flags and drain tickets by capping the flags or you can assault the other team's carrier so like if you if your squad and another squad kind of wanted to coordinate you could like make a landing party or an invasion party if you will and you could you could run into that carrier you could you could in i don't believe there's defenses in the way in carrier assault there were in titan assault you had to before you could blow the core of the titan you had to blow up four computers it's either four or two. I can't remember. It might have only been two. So it was kind of like Rush in that sense. You had to, you had to blow up. You had to assault these two computers. Once you assaulted the two computers and brought them down, you had access to the core. Then you could arm the core, blow up the core. Boom, done. Same, similar kind of concept on carrier assault, except they look like aircraft carriers. You get in there. You got to find the two MCOMs. You arm the MCOMs. If you blow up both MCOMs, you blow up the carrier, which means you win the game. So there you go. Uh... And yeah, so here's the hoping Titan Assault is going to be in the game. Um, so, so those are the game types that you are going to find in Battlefield Four. So, uh, how do you get into those games? This might sound like it's a little. This might spawning into games is something you do in every first-person shooter game, right? So this may sound. This may seem a little, <laughs> you know, sort of. Uh, what's the word? I'm you know redundant right to be referring right, to this yeah. but you've spawned into battlefield in many different ways uh as opposed to the way you spawn in you know to obviously to multiplayer maps and cod or whatever it's like so it's 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 actually there's you know there are technique not techniques but there's tips to it and there's ways you can do it that can you know give you advantages in the game um so one of the ways you spawn into the to a, a map or a game is on any one of the flags that you own. Any flag that your team owns, you can spawn in on that flag. Um, you can also, as a, one of the tips to this, is even if a flag is being captured, you can spawn onto it, which can be helpful because if you happen, if you notice a flag is being capped and you can you can see the meter depleting. Uh, you know, because someone's capping it, there may only be one person capping it. So if you spawn in and you there's only one person capping that flag and you get the drop on them, boom, you kill them, you're recapping the flag, you're taking the flag back. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's the uncappable spawns, uh, which are the protected spawns. So those are that's an area where you can spawn in and it can't be captured by the other team. So they call it a protected or uncappable spawn. You can spawn in on your squad. So, um, in Battlefield Five, you can spawn in on pretty much any squad member, right? 
Yes. Battlefield 4, I believe you can only spawn in on the squad leader, correct? Uh, you can spawn on anyone. Most hardcore oh, matches you can, that's right. you can only spawn on squad lead. That's right. Yeah, okay. I think I'd... Well, I've been playing the game a lot again. Like you think I'd remember that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you can spawn in your squad members. You can spawn in in a vehicle. Uh, Battlefield 4 offers up... You'll see on the on your on your map, you'll... You can click on a vehicle you, and then double-click it, and then, boom, you spawn into that vehicle and you take off, whether it's plane, helicopter, tank, IFV. Uh, or you spawn in on your radio beacon. Radio beacon's a gadget that recon uh, uh, players can drop, which is, uh, we'll get into it a little bit more, obviously, but it's a, yeah, you, you, a recon player can throw it down anywhere on the map and it becomes a spawn point until it gets found by the enemies enemy team and destroyed <laughs> so uh so yeah so i think i went over so kind of so basically when i was talking about conquest this is where my show note writing is yeah not serving me very well um because when i was talking about conquest i basically went over flag capping right uh well okay um actually i have to use the bathroom you're are you looking at are you looking at the show notes the spot that yeah. i'm on uh so yeah, so go. So no, there is actually some stuff you can talk about on this one. So yeah, uh, so do that one real quick, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take a piss and grab another water real quick. I'll be right back. Okay, cool. So something else you can do in the battlefield games is real time spotting, which is helpful not only for you but for everyone on your team. You're able to spot an enemy, and it will put a in Battlefield 4, it'll put a red triangle or a Dorito over the enemy that you have spotted, and it will highlight them on the mini-map, and they'll have this icon over them, again, for you and everyone on the team, so that they're easier to track, they can't go hide in some corner somewhere. It'll only last a couple of seconds, maybe 10 seconds or something, but it does make it easier to uh, to find them you will get some points for spotting them if somebody else kills them. It's just uh it's really helpful for for everyone on involved on your team. And it does not tell that player that they've been spotted in Battlefield Four. They'll figure it out when helicopters are shooting them from the other side of the map other side of the map. Uh, a plane's making a strafing run on them. There's eight engineers shooting rockets and uh, a tank just trying to fist fuck the building that they're in. So they'll figure it out, but they won't have a, a little pop-up on their screen or anything in the, uh, in the meantime. Um, and that's, that's kind of what I've got on spotting. You can, you can change how you want to, Want you want to do it um, as far as keybinds or buttons on your controller goes, depending on what you play on. But that's that's kind of a up to you thing. You guys will figure it out as you you play the game and you figure out what works best for you. So what what are they figuring out? Uh, like keybinds or uh, oh. buttons or spotting. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. So you got to the spotting. Cool. Um, yeah, that's actually uh, 
that's one I've, I've heard a lot of people talking uh on twitter about that one uh someone someone referred to it as 3d spotting which is basically what it is right kind of i guess it doesn't put like a red outline or anything around them it just kind of puts the the dot over their head (coughs) excuse me thirsty i guess it's kind of close enough yeah um no because i remember when someone i saw someone say it on twitter and i thought they said i hope i hope you know i hope they bring back um 3d spotting and I thought, I'm like, I thought, well, I mean, I, I know the, the the spotting in Battlefield 5 and 1 definitely wasn't the same as what it was in 4, but it's still essentially 3D spotting. You get a real-time spotted player. They probably yeah. meant more in comparison to how it was in 5, where you had to use a gadget or something rather than okay. Okay. spamming Q. That's what I was wondering, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. That's okay. You're right. That's that's probably you're probably right. That's probably what they were referring to. Yeah. Um, fucking, I got a fucking space heater behind me, and it's kind of making a, it's making a little bit of a burning smell. So I think I'm gonna turn this off. <laughs> Burn my fucking that's, house. That's yeah, fine. Like, yeah. Probably. Uh, should probably do that. And I'll probably. Oh fuck. Shit. Actually, you know what? Too. This that'll be a good reference point too. What What's the time on here? Uh, an hour and five minutes in, because I always run that thing. I wonder if it makes a lot of background noise. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So that's what that's what I figured they meant, like something more similar to how it was in BF4, right? So, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Uh, do you need to take a break or anything, dude? Or uh, yeah. doing no, good? I'm good. Cool. All right. Um. So yeah. So cool. So that brings us to. The classes, the basically, you know, the the class, uh, the classes that you have available to you uh, in the game, uh, and those are uh, assault, engineer, support, and recon. So, I mean, those sound, you know, those sound pretty straightforward. Um, but they're they are very they're very distinct in uh, what they bring to the game how you can use them um in terms of their the gadgets that they have available so every class has two gadget slots and those and they're not when we say get there it's not grenades grenades is its own slot your melee knife is its own slot your secondary weapon is its own slot so you got your primary weapon your secondary weapon then you've got your two gadgets and those are very important to how you can to, to essentially how you approach the way you play with each class. Uh, so let's get into them. Um, and what do I got? Oh yeah, that's right. I got the game open. Um, so in terms, so for assault class, so it's called assault, but in this in Battlefield Four, assault class is also the medic. Uh, but and this is and this is the case. It's not so much the case for all the other classes. This class in particular is very two it's it's very much two different classes in one right medic mm-hmm. and assault because you can because if you you can mix them if you want you can I'll, I'll get into the gadgets obviously you can mix the medic with the the shotgun stuff if you really wanted to but now you're doing a jack of all trades master of none kind of thing with this class and then you're you're kind of kind of um 
gimping it, so to speak. Because um, when it when you play just a medic, and then if you play just like you know a straight on kind of assault sort of style with these, they're both very good at doing that. Um, assault classes are are the only class that have access to the assault rifle class of weapons, which we'll get into as well. Um, I feel like I'm like really fucking loud all of a sudden. That's really strange. Oh, you know what? I kind of all right. My mic might have been a little bit loud. Sorry if I was blowing your eardrums out there. Um, okay, so let's get into because the gadgets. We'll get into the weapons and stuff like that, and we'll go we'll go over grenades and that kind of thing. But the gadgets are the thing uh, that you really want to focus on and and learn as to how you, what you want to use, uh, you know, for each one of these classes. So for assault, uh, the you know the most basic gadget that you have access to is the med pack. And I'm just going to read the descriptions right from the game. Uh, so this is, this is a single use med pack that slowly heals a single soldier to full health, even on the move. Any damage will cancel the heal. So they're just there. These are just a, a med pack that you throw out. Uh, I think you can throw out about what it like three, before you kind of hit like a refresh timer, right? Before you can throw out another one. Yeah, that sounds about. Sounds about right. Right. right yeah. So you can kind of you can spam about three out there to the three guys that need them, but then you hit like a refresh timer or like a reload timer on them. So, so that's your most basic one. Um, you've got, and I you've got the. Uh, I'm gonna fucking. I'm not gonna say it right. And it's not because I'm nervous or because I'm fucking. I just have. I don't think I've ever been able to say this word right. The D, fib relator. If I say it fucking slow enough, I, I say it right. So anyway, so the next edge you have access to is the defibrillator, automated external defibrillator, or the AED revives downed teammates and and electrocutes enemies. Keep that in mind. Charging the paddles will revive teammates with increased health. Needs to recharge after mul multiple quick uses. So what does that mean? So what you can do with the defib pads when you're trying to revive a teammate. You can hold down your mouse key, or you know, it's basically it'll when you bring up your defib pads, it's basically bound to your fire key. So you'll you can hold it down, and you'll see an animation. Your guy will be rubbing them together, and if you hold it down for the, you don't even, I don't believe you even have to let go of the key. Once it's charged up to the point where it's gonna bring it back with full health, it'll just do it automatically. Now that takes longer. Or you can just run up to guys, just hit the fire key, boom, you'll hit them, and you'll get them up with like half health. So you can do it either way. I generally, you generally just get people up with the one click. That's because that, you'll get more people up faster. Again, you'll get you can get like three people up quickly before you hit a refresh timer. Damn, doing so much fucking talking tonight. <laughs> so then the next one is the medic bag. The medic bag. Up the description here is a stationary persistent medic bag. Soldiers near soldiers nearby will slowly heal to full health when not in combat. Kind of the key thing. People fucking spam those things in locker. <laughs> and but they're still doing their thing because once the game does a pretty good job of determining when you're in combat and out of combat. So if there's medic bags lying around, they're healing you. Um so yeah, so that's another one you can choose. Um and generally, you would pick once you get once you get access to the medic bag. Generally, you never use the first aid packs anymore. You just 
throw down the medic bag and you equip defib. Uh, and that's basically how you play, you know, that that's basically your full on sort of medic class that you would play. Mm-hmm. So then the other gadget they have access to is a grenade launcher and a shotgun. Now, and you can, you can pick both of these if you want. I think, can you, I think, no, you can't. That's right. You can either, you can only have, yeah, I think you can only use one or the yeah, other. Yeah, you can only use one or the other. Yeah, because I've, I've got my game. That's I'm looking in-game right now to look at this. And then in my Gadget 2, I've got the M320 uh, FB, which is the flashbang. And then in my Gadget 1 slot, I cannot... Yeah, I can't select the shotgun one either. So, but in any case, uh, if you want to... So, if you want to not play sort of the medic role... You have access to these grenade launchers and this uh, shotgun. It doesn't look like a, a, a traditional shotgun. It looks like kind of a modular tactical kind of shotgun with like a a uh, like a shoulder stock and everything. Um, so, but there's like four different types of each one. You've got the high explosive. You've got the smoke, the dart, the flashbang, or the uh, LVG, which is like an anti. It basically lobs kind of like a grenade that explodes after a certain amount of time, kind of like a traditional grenade. Uh, yeah, so you can do those. Um, and then what's this one here, the M320 3G? Oh, that's right. The the fires three smaller 40 millimeter, 40 millimeter, which is like sort of the traditional grenade shells that you're kind of used to seeing. Uh, so then the shotgun one has uh, four different sort of configurations as well. Uh, it's the, there's the, the mass one, which is just the standard kind of like pellet uh, shotgun round. There's a dart round, a slug round, and the rattiest, cancerist fucking thing and ever 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 devised for a yeah. first-person shooter game, the fucking frag round. It's it's the worst fucking thing ever. It it yeah. It just you go ahead and play the game and and equip it you'll and, find out about frag rounds. and you'll yeah you'll find you'll find out how you can like basically just no skill kill people at will with them and you'll find and you'll get no skill killed by them yeah in game mm-hmm. so uh so those are so those are the gadgets available to the assault class um now another cool thing that battlefield 4 has for all these different classes are uh field upgrades or specializations. They're they're called field upgrades because you actually they have uh, four levels of upgrade, you know, of field upgrades available to each one. So there's defensive, offensive, shadow, combat, medic, and grenadier. Those are the ones available to the assault class, uh, and you can unlock uh, them in levels, level one, two, and three, and four in each one as you do the as you basically gain points through doing squad stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you're capping a flag with your squad, you're sort of earning XP, if you will, to unlock, um, you know, level one and then level two. And each one has got a list of, but I'm not going to go into all of them too much defensive, offensive. They offer things like faster sprint speed, uh, a little bit less uh, damage from explosives um, and stuff like that. Uh, less time. Shadow has got one where um, you're sp- if you get spotted, you know you stay you you stay spotted for a lesser amount of time than usual. Um, so, but they're 
so but the one thing the two that you can use for assault class are combat medic and grenadier and those those ones are important because if you want to play a medic then you're going to select combat medic because they're it's perks that essentially help you be a better medic and if you want to not do the medic thing and you want to just full-on assault people and and because that's the other thing about assault is you can play it in a way that's very suppressive to the other team with mm-hmm. those yeah with that with the shotgun and with that grenade launcher and then the grenadier field upgrades you know give you perks that increase your ability more grenades less damage from explosives um maximum prince sprint speed and stuff like that so uh so that is the assault class um so next is the engineer class. Sorry, just switching back to OBS here, seeing if uh, no new activity. Cool. Um, okay, so so engineer class sounds pretty self-explanatory, um, and it is. It's your it's basically your rocket launcher repair guy. <laughs> this is this is the class that you're going to use, but it's not just rocket launchers. They also have access to anti-tank mines as well as anti-personnel mines. Um, And the sort of class-specific weapon they have access to are the PDWs, um, which are essentially submachine guns. DICE decided to call these personal defense weapons. I don't... I'm not sure why. It... Actually, I guess technically it's a little... That might be a little more phonetically correct. Yeah, more phonetically correct and a little uh, less unwieldy than submachine gun. Yeah, it's PDW, right? It's it's the uh, uh, brief. Yes, yeah, uh, right. So, it, uh, and PD, yeah, and PDW is a set. Like I said, they're basically submachine guns. Um, and so their set of gadgets that you have access to. <clears throat> go over these real quick. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, they're actually they're all pretty much straightforward. Uh, like I said, they're ro- rocket launchers, <clears throat> except that you have access to the rocket launchers in this game are very situational, um, mm-hmm. very situational actually. Well, except for two, I suppose. If you want to, if you, if you're not feeling like doing, uh, you know sort of the kind of more advanced things that you can do with some of these things, then you can, then you can go with the MBT law or the, the MB, the MBT law can lock on to, to laser guided stuff. Yeah. Uh, but the MBT law, the MBT law does the least amount of damage, uh, but it is a fly by wire, uh, which means you can, you, if you, once you fire the rocket and you hold the trigger down, you can use your mouse to essentially guide the rocket. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But it does do, I believe it does the least amount of damage, unless you're firing it at a at a laser spot, but we'll get into that. Because that's actually, that's a little bit more of an advanced tactic. Uh, RPG, obviously, the, and then the RPG and the MK-153 SMAW, or SMAW, uh, those are your two fire and forget rockets, right? You know, your mm-hmm. bazookas, essentially. Uh, then there's the Javelin, which uh, can lock onto vehicles by itself uh, and then does fairly moderate damage. Um, the FMG-172 SRAW is another uh, fly-by-wire one, 
but does a little bit more damage and definitely does more damage when it locks onto laser designated targets. Uh, and then your two anti-aircraft over the shoulder rocket launchers, your Stinger and your SA-18 Igla. Um, do you know a little bit more about the Stinger and the Igla? Doesn't one of them have like a faster yeah. rocket, yeah. but the other one does more explosive damage? The the Stinger is shorter range, but it's fire and forget. You can fire it and throw another rocket in and reacquire your target. The Igla, you have to maintain missile lock until it either misses or hits. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Okay, yeah, I remember now. So, yeah, so that's obviously very, very important to remember about those. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so then, then, of course... The repair tool, a handheld oxy fuel welding and cutting torch that repairs friendly vehicles and damages enemy vehicles and infantry. So yes, you can you can literally burn your enemy's face off with this thing. <laughs> I don't recommend it because I'm pretty sure the time to kill for that thing is you know a million years. Yeah, I don't think it's real fast. <laughs> no, it's not very fast. So definitely not recommended for trying to kill other. Uh, Infantry, but yeah, there you go. Uh, so yeah, and but obviously, it's the thing you pull out when you want to repair your teammates' tanks and IFVs and stuff like that. Uh, the M15 anti-tank mine, throw it on the ground, tanks run it over, boom. The M2 uh, slam mine, which is an anti-personnel mine. Although I do believe it does say selectable lightweight attack munition usable. That's yeah, as either and off-route anti-tank mine or a traditional landmine. Blast damage is less than the M15, but is still capable of mobility critical on heavily armored vehicles. So still still pretty, you know, can still be pretty useful. Um and then the last well there are yeah, the AA mine and the DS3 decoy, but you probably won't get access to those actually before the game comes out. That is one of the other th that is one of the things about Battlefield 4 that was a little frustrating. Progression was really slow in this game to like unlock mm -hmm. stuff. Um, so, but then the last engineer gadget is the EOD bot, the remote controlled explosive ordnance disposal, which can repair friendly vehicles, sabotage enemy assets, disarm explosives, and arm or disarm rush objectives or MCOMs. <laughs> nice description. Or rush objectives. Why didn't you just put MCOMs in there anyway? Uh, yeah, that's a that's a pretty fun it's a pretty fun little gadget. It can be really hard to control sometimes. Uh yeah. Yeah, it like you can't seem it doesn't matter how low you have your sensitivity, it just seems to like fucking go off on its own and do <laughs> like it just has it seems to have a mind of its own sometimes. It's really strange. Um but it's really small and sometimes it can go around unnoticed. And I have I've had my tanks destroyed by him before, just kind of like Minding my own business, not really realizing what's going on, and then boom, the thing has just torched my fucking tank to death. <laughs> um, or you get it, yeah, or you run it up to the MCOMs and you can arm and disarm MCOMs with it. So, um, yeah, so that's the, uh, so those are the engineer gadgets. Um, and I'm going to let Evan run down the support and the recon gadgets for you. So take it away, dude. All right. So <laughs> the, the support class, uh, they have access to light machine guns as their weapon category of choice. 
Yeah, think uh, M240s and PKP Peshin eggs and you know machine guns. You you guys you guys will figure it out. Um, as far as gadgets go, they have going through the list uh, 25 millimeter grenade launchers. Um, they don't do as much damage as the ones for the support class. Um, really, the, only uh, one of them the, the assault class. Them. Yeah. The uh, there's one that fires actual grenades. That is the oh, what's this fucker called? The XM25 Airburst, which I've never quite figured out how exactly to get it to work correctly. Supposedly, you can set it to where it the grenade will go off after a certain point and it's traveled, say behind a doorway or a piece of cover. Yeah, to try and f- enemies out. You can I. I don't remember how to do it. There's like it's. I think you can. I think you can do a thing because you know how you can. Um, you can change your range um, settings for some of your scopes. Right. I think you can bind yeah. a certain kind of key to that thing to to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I've never figured it out. I don't really use these that often. Uh, there is one that will fire smoke grenades, which w- is actually really helpful on Rush. You can cover an area with smoke so that your team can push up. Uh, and then a version that fires dart rounds like a shotgun. So those are all fairly self-explanatory. Uh, an ammo pack is another gadget that you can have, kind of similar to the uh, first aid pack for the assault class. It will give you some ammo uh, while you're on the run. It doesn't refill your ammo very quickly, and I don't think it does grenades or rockets uh, like the ammo box does, which is similar to the medic box, uh, also for the assault class. Uh, They also have access to the M18 Claymore, which is a Claymore that's fairly self-explanatory. It's not lasers that will, will shoot out of it when you put it down. It will shoot out a little piece of string or wire or something and those can be kind of fucky sometimes i feel that they, they yeah very much so <laughs> not consistent in how they work no they're not i know so use those at your own discretion i don't use them that often yeah and they're, also and also they're a little unwieldy they are unwieldy and generally easy to spot too Mm-hmm. Because like three yes. wire, three or f- sometimes four wires will like shoot out of that thing, and they're very, they're sometimes very easy to see. Like you'll you'll be running up to a, a corridor or doorway, and you'll see those wires sticking to like the the yeah. frame of the door. Yeah. So uh, next, they have the M two two four mortar, which is a mortar launcher. Um, it will bring up a little mini map so that you can see where you're firing your mortars at. They don't have a crazy long range. And I don't remember in four if you can shoot explosives as well as smoke mortars. I know in battlefield one, the mortar guns will let you shoot smokes as well. Yeah. I don't remember if they're doing four. No. No, there's yeah, there's no uh, smoke mortar. That's right. The smoke mortars in one were pretty cool. Yep, yeah, no, not in four. It's just uh, yep, no, just the explodey anti yeah, <laughs> anti personnel mortars or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. <clears throat> um, the other two, other three main ones, I guess you can get for the assault class are uh, an MP 
APS, which is a trophy system from Call of Duty. It will destroy <clears throat> grenades and... Or, no, it will not destroy hand-thrown grenades, but it will destroy grenade launchers, yeah. rockets. You know, C4, if somebody gets real, real ballsy, wants to try and <laughs> run up on you with C4. <laughs> I find it to be pretty inconsistent, personally. But I think it's because it doesn't stop hand grenades. Yeah, for sure. So, kind of take that with a grain of salt. Uh, I kind of just alluded to this. <gasps> C4 uh, is another gadget that the support uh, class has. Fairly self-explanatory. You can either run up on a tank and throw it or try and get it through a doorway. You cannot throw C4 very far, at the, though. So just kind of keep that in mind when and if you're using it. You've got uh, would you say maybe three or four feet that you can throw it if that uh it yeah. does take if a tank or a ifv btr whatever the enemy team has uh, for their infantry fighting vehicle i think it takes th- all three of your c4s to to destroy a vehicle if it's at full health yep so it, yeah, and it can be right. It can be difficult to land all three, especially if they know you're there trying to run you over, gun you down. <laughs> yep. And the last one, and I don't know how much you're really going to use it. They have a ballistic shield. Um, it's like a riot shield in Call of Duty, but the glass panel in the front can be destroyed and you can be shot in the fucking mouth through it. So, Can you really? I don't to- think I knew that. Mm-hmm. I don't think yep. I knew that actually. I think I've I don't think I've ever used it in all the uh, I may, maybe I did, I don't know, but yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. You can you can you can be killed through it. It does not go on your back like it does in Call of Duty. Once you put it away, it's just gone. You like pull it out of your asshole or something when you go to use it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Keep that keep uh, we'll keep that in mind for sure. <laughs> and then the the support classes field upgrades specific to them are the uh, indirect fire and the perimeter defense. I personally use indirect fire. Let's see, throw down more ammo boxes or packs right off the rip, which is beneficial not only for you, but for the rest of the team. Uh, Increase your ammo count, get more uh, grenades and stuff. You know, you can, you can read the descriptions in the game or, or find it online uh, for, everything on it perimeter defense you start off with carrying more ammo uh, and then your outgoing suppression will be increased as well so kind of kind of play around with them figure out which ones you like what suits your play style and and kind of figure out how you like that um then for moving on to the recon it's fairly self-explanatory this is where the sniping rats like myself, <laughs> like to play. Hold on, you're reading the you're reading the show notes, right? I was. I saw your note and calling me a sniping <laughs> rat fuck because fuck teamwork. So to make sure, so to make sure you saw the show notes. That's okay. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> so yes, they have sniper rifles. Yeah, almost all of them are bolt action except for one, but it's kind of a piece of shit, so don't use it. Um, right. snipers are right. obviously going to be the king of long range for the most part. We'll, we'll kind of get into that, but that's, that's fine. 
Their gadgets are the portable laser designator. We kind of alluded to this earlier. You can spot and track enemy vehicles, whether it be a tank, a helicopter, or a plane with this. And it will allow people to lock on with their uh, laser-guided weapons and fire at it. Um, Which is... is, Yeah, yeah. sorry. I just wanted to inject real quick. I mean, we can get into it a little bit more... We'll get into it a little bit more actually when we talk about the vehicles, I guess, and stuff like that because there's, mm-hmm. but that's actually, that's one of the coolest sort of features in Battlefield 4 is when you're carrying either the Javelin or the MBT Law or the SRAW, the S-A-S-R-A-W, is that when a recon, if a recon player is using that laser designator and they're, they're painting, that's what, that's what it's referred to in the military as painting a target. When they're painting a, a vehicle, a, a tanker, an IFV or a tank, and I tell you what, it's it does the most damage when you land when that rocket lands, and it never it never misses. It will the only the the a smoke will will kill the laser will kill the laser target you know for about three seconds, but it'll get reacquired real fast. And I'm pretty sure the uh oh the hell the active measures thing right yeah will take care of that first rocket. But if there's a recon class and he's doing a really good job of keeping that painted that target painted, you will get another rocket off before the cooldown on their next active measure, mm-hmm. and you'll fucking and you'll shit on that tanker vehicle. Yeah. So well, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, but that's something we'll yeah, get into good. a little bit more. Um, but before you do get started again real quick, Game of Chairs Xbox with the fucking three-month sub. Thank you, brother. Three-month streak from Game of Chairs Xbox. What's up, dude? Thanks for stopping by, man. Appreciate. I really appreciate that support, dude. Very, very, very much. Thank you, man. Uh, sorry. So the other Evan was um, just continuing on with the recon gadgets. Yep. So, kind of going back to the PLD, you'll almost never see a recon pull this thing out and paint a vehicle because we're selfish and we're just here for (laughs) sniper kills. So, just kind of keep that in mind. Uh, Like the support class, recons also get access to C4 so that they're able to to deal with vehicles in some capacity. Um, Again, it's kind of difficult to use at times, so just keep it in mind when and if you choose to use it. Uh, next one is a motion sensor. It's a little ball that you can throw out. You get a handful of them with uh, every time you spawn, and it will detect enemies within a 25-meter radius of wherever it lands uh, on the mini-map for you and your team, and it stays up for... This says 14 seconds. It might be a little longer. It might be a little shorter. I don't know. I don't sit there with a stopwatch and count it. Um, they they do make some noise. The enemy will be able to hear yeah. when a motion sensor gets thrown out. So keep that in mind if you're trying to go on a stealthy flank. You might not be as stealthy as you think you are. Uh, the next one is the radio beacon or the spawn beacon. We kind of kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. You can put it down and allow your squad to spawn on that. If you're on a, a big outdoorsy map and it's got a clear view of the sky, you won't actually spawn on the spawn beacon. You'll spawn in the air and you can parachute in. 
and allows you to get into some kind of cheesy spots. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Kind of get up on top of some rocks that you're not able to access otherwise and and can make it difficult to kill you, which is useful as a sniper because you're going to want the high ground. But of course, you don't always have, have a great firing angle. But it is good for the rest of the squad, especially if it's in a place where it's hard to destroy or you get into one of those cheese spots and you throw another one down. Uh, next one is the tugs or tactical unattended ground sensor acts kind of in the same way as a motion sensor, except this is something you physically put down on the ground. It doesn't have a time limit. It's up for however long, unless if somebody destroys it, throws a grenade at it, whatever. Uh, it's also a 25 meter radius puts enemies in it and it's range on the mini map for you and your, your entire team which is both fun and exciting and also very helpful. So Indeed. I like to use, I like to use those personally. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially yeah. for, especially for how I play a sniper. I don't play a traditional sniper. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I've, I remember using them to some effect in the past, mm-hmm. although it's been a really long time since I've used them. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, a few more, right? Or a couple yeah, more? Yeah, there's a couple more. Um, like the support class, they also, the recon also has access to claymores, which again, pretty self-explanatory. Uh, the last two that you'll really oh, get access right. to, there's a couple others, but they're not very good and they're hard to get, so I'm not even going to talk about them. Uh, you can get the SoFlam or Special Operations Forces Laser Marker. Acts kind of in the same way as the uh, the PLD. I think it is a little more efficient. I don't know. I'm selfish. I don't use this fucking thing either. So I don't really have a ton to say about that one. Because you don't, because you don't like to help your team. So that's, that's yeah, okay. Yeah. F- fuck teamwork. Am I right? <laughs> then the last one is the Mav MAV, whatever you want to call it. That's a micro air vehicle. You can fly it around. Get behind enemy cover or get behind enemy lines and then start spotting people and it will 3d spot them or uh real time spot them so they'll get the little dorito over their head they'll pop up on the map <laughs> it also includes a motion sensor within a, a 35 meter radius which i didn't know that until now i just always <laughs> spotted people with it uh and it, that's only active while the vehicle's being controlled and that's yeah. that's another pretty good one to use uh, for for the recon class. As far as their specific field upgrades go, you have uh, the spec ops, which is more of like a stealthy. You kind of want to sneak around, spot people, and and be a little more aggressive as a sniper. The other one is simply the sniper field upgrade. It doubles the time that you can hold your breath while ADS with a sniper scope. You can only hold your breath with the longer range uh, six times and up optics. So keep that in mind if you're using an ACOG or a red dot if you're really fucking balling out with a sniper. You won't be able to hold your breath with that. Um, Decreases the amount of incoming suppression, which is, is very helpful. Yeah. Again, 
you'll kind of play around with these, figure out what works for your play style and and how you play. So you'll you'll figure sure. those out as you you play more. For sure. And that that covers the gadgets and the uh, field upgrades for the support and recon classes. All right. Cool. So that's yeah. So those are so that's actually a really that's a pretty good little comprehensive list of those things. Uh mm-hmm. because so when you when you decide if you, when you decide to what class you want to play this is this episode's a pretty good reference for like you know for you know basically going through all that stuff and and hearing how cuz just hearing how they work and it, obviously you'll get a better feel for it when in game but there you go that's a that's a pretty good little list of stuff uh to go on there um cuz that's one of the, that is one of the things about that i think you know this is one of the things this game has always done um from the start in you know battlefield 1942 granted all they were all static you couldn't you couldn't you didn't have a list of weapons to choose from but if you you know you could pick assault class you could pick the medic the the engineer and they all had their specific roles to play in the game uh so there you go uh so that brings us to the weapons the guns the you know the the meat and potatoes the real meat and potatoes if you will um but we don't have to it is getting pretty late are you uh how you doing on time i'm good i don't know if my mic picked up the dog but he's getting a little annoyed but he'll deal with it <laughs> i can see oh look at him looking at you like <laughs> yeah what are you talking he's to like, you think you're talking to human he's like bro look at the time it's time for bed what's going on dad What's going on? <laughs> um, cool. Well, okay. So we'll, we won't get too in-depth then. Um, we can like save kind of getting in-depth. You know what's funny is I was thinking, I'm actually going to kind of retract something I said a few uh, pods ago. I think when we were kind of talking about predictions and things we wanted to see for the next game. Um, I think I, I, I said something along the lines of, I hope there are less weapons. And I'm going to retract that. I actually hope there are a bevy, a, a buffet of weapons, if you will, uh, in this next game. Because you know what I realized? There's not, the, A weapon meta never really arose, as far as I can remember, in Battlefield 4. D- do you recall there being some kind of any kind of meta that arose? Th- out of these any of these guns not really i mean right? the AK yeah would probably be the only one and even then i i think it's only good on closer range maps right exactly so right it's weapon balance is fairly good in this game it really yes it it really is and and it is because of the the the, the characteristics of the weapons which i'm going to get into um they're yeah it's it, obviously it's an older game. The engine, you know, was somewhat, you know, I don't know how limited it was to say it was limited might not be fair, but I think in the, in the, uh, the, the spirit of balancing, keeping the, the, the weapons balanced, 
they made the handling characteristics of all the weapons fairly generic, right? Mm. They all handle, they all feel like they handle the same way. Some of them do have, you know, obviously some of them do have a little bit different recoil patterns. Some of them, uh, you know, the recoil rise is a little mm. bit different, the, the sway and stuff like that. But the way the guns recoil, the way they're affected by attachments, the way they're affected by flinch and all that stuff, that stuff is pretty kind of a like kind of a flat kind of thing that happens in the, in the guns. And yeah, no, you know, I hope they keep that. I hope they keep it that way in the next game because, I mean, shit, dude, that's all people com- people complain constantly about the weapon metas that arise in Call of Duty. Right, mm-hmm. and that's something that's been complained about in Call of Duty games, you know, for years now, and it is always a point. It's always a point of of contention in that game. Oh, the fucking this gun and that gun and this meta. It's like it's you know. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there there were a handful of OP weapons. The FAMAS was a pretty crazy rate of fire. The AEK pretty you know yeah. because of their crazy rate of fire. But you're right, at long range. It didn't. It didn't really do you much good because there's, mm-hmm. there's <clears throat> dam- so much recoil. So much recoil. Damage fall off is is for real in this game too. <clears throat> Excuse me, mm-hmm. for range and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So really, fuck it. You know. So no. You know what? I completely take it back. I hope there is a fucking bevy of weapons again, and so you know, and keep them balanced. And that's one of the fun things. That that's one of the things about this game that you get you get the freedom to play with uh the gun that you like aesthetics are you know it sounds a little silly and it's probably something that's held me back specifically as as a battlefield player in that like okay i knew there were guns that were a little bit better than others but i don't i don't want to use that gun i want to use the m416 or i want to i want to use the scar because i fucking love the way it looks (laughs) I like the way it looks. I like the way it fires. I like the sound of it. It's fucking awesome. Um, the other thing that probably held me back was I I tended to like, <laughs> I tended to like role play, so to speak, uh, if you will. Yeah. I would only, and some people are gonna hear this and just fucking cringe, because it's definitely not in the spirit of playing the game you know getting a loadout or using weapons to to make sure that you're giving yourself the best chance available to do to do the best in a, in a game but i would if i was playing america if, if i was playing america u.s side i would generally only use guns that were u.s military issued weapons if i was playing russian army i was using the ak's and i was i was using the weapons that were generally the Russian military issued weapons, <laughs> which is fucking dumb. I know it's dumb, but too fucking bad. It's how I wanted to play the game, right? So it's a fun it, way to play until you're the Chinese and you have like one <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that was yeah the 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 options for playing yeah for role playing the Chinese army, if you will, were were certainly limited. Uh, so anyway, so let's just real so let's real quick because I do want to go over the weapon characteristics and then how they're affected by the way they're affected because we're not going to go into crazy detail on the weapon 
effects themselves and the damage they do in the damage range. We'll give a quick overview of them and then a quick overview of how the attachments affect the weapon handling. Because it's very, there's really, it only, we'll get into it. They don't, because they, they definitely don't get affected in detailed ways the way they do in some of the newer yeah. games. Yeah, for sure, right? So, um, and we'll just go back and forth. I'll do the ARs and then you can, you can do the next, you'll do the next one. Um, so your assault rifles, AK, and this is in the order that you'll unlock them. So the first weapon you get, uh, the first assault rifle you get access to is the AK-12. Uh, it's a Kalashnikov-style rifle. That's not what I'm trying to scroll. Thank you, computer. Uh, go away ads. Fucking hell. Uh, and, and it's a good generic weapon. Uh, low recoil. According to this website, low recoil, medium reload time. Good weapon to use. And definitely a good all-around weapon to start off with. Then you get the SCAR-H. Pretty low rate of fire. Uh, but at pretty high recoil, higher damage, better range, stuff like that. The M416. In my opinion, the M416 is the best assault rifle in the game. Um, it's up there for sure. It's yeah. It it's a good all around weapon, but it's a better. It, it's it's a bit of a jack of trades, master of none, but does its trades much better than say the AK AK12 uh, or some of the other guns. Um, yeah, the, M the M416, once you unlock that, you'll probably find that's going to be what you want to go to. The SAR-21, uh, a bullet-style assault rifle. It's a, it's a, That's a bit of a sleeper weapon. If you put some of the right attachments on it and kind of... It can... Yeah, yeah it's, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I've oh, yeah. No, it is pretty nice. It's lower. It's got low recoil. It's a longer reload time, but, longer, but low recoil. Um, not a lot of damage range. But with that low recoil, you can just really you can keep that bullet spread right on target, and it's uh, it can be pretty deadly. The AEK nine seven one, the the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> um, very high rate of fire, uh, but some but kind of a crazy recoil pattern, um, and a very long reload time. Um, but you can but controllable in bursts. Mm -hmm. If you yeah, if you want to do that, the FAMAS. Uh, the bullet, another bullet style assault rifle, very high rate of fire, um, and just all around, it's good. It's a good weapon, but it 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 handles weird, and it's it, unless you've got a you've got to land every single fucking bullet you're you're aiming you're hoping to hit with if you want to kill with it, um, and it's a it's a pretty small clip too if i remember correctly um yeah, 25 rounds. yeah. so then there's the aug the aug a3 um that's another bullet style weapon it's a it's a it's a fucking avoid it honestly the aug a3 i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i never remember having much luck with the aug a3 you're you're wrong it has a uh, oh. it has very fast muzzle okay. velocity wrong so i was wrong okay. i'm wrong, wrong. myself all wrong myself. I was wrong. Okay, so it does have the high bullet, the high muzzle velocity. Okay. Yeah, it's better at range than. Okay. Close. Okay. Okay, that was wrong. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Now that I'm, I'm trying to think, and I do remember. Yeah, it's something you use, and you can, you kind of control the fire rate, and you, yeah, mm -hmm. you can land some good shots and get and get some good kills. M16A4, uh, the classic M16. It's a burst fire weapon. Um, and it's pretty good. It's actually a pretty good weapon too. Yeah. The CZ, oh, the CZ eight Oh five. 
This is a very good weapon too. The CZ805, if you unlock the CZ805, you might use it and then find you won't ever might not go back to another weapon. It's actually really good. Uh, it's got some left to, to right recoil, according to this, um, but it feels like it hits like a truck, and it feels fairly stable. Even though it's got that left to right recoil, but it, with the right attachments, you really kind of can can really rein it in. Um, the Ace Twenty Three, the Ace, all the Ace rifles are pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. the Q, the QBZ ninety five one. Uh, ugh, it's not. It's all right. Okay, it's a. I it's, think. I think statistically, it's supposed to be really good until yeah. you get it in your hands, and it's meh. Right. Yeah. Okay, so do you have the link to the uh, LMGs? Yep, I got the LMGs pulled up here. Cool. Uh, your starting LMG is the U100 MK5. Which is a think great this, LMG. <laughs> yeah, think of it more of a more of an assault rifle than an LMG, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, good, good point, yes. There's a couple other ones that are like that. I'll, I'll point those out there. Those are the, the, the LMGs I prefer to use, are the the more standard kind of assault rifle ones. Uh, up next is the Type 88 LMG. This is more like your traditional belt-fed machine gun. Really long reload, um, low recoil at first. It will increase as time goes on. And yeah, you'll 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 play with them. You'll figure it out. Uh, next one is the LSTAT. This is another kind of traditional machine gun uh, i think this one has a uh, hundred rounds in the the belt i don't remember um after that's the pkp passion egg again this is a, a pretty standard traditional machine gun with a a belt fed belt feed for uh for your ammunition i think that one holds 200 rounds uh that's a powerful one that one that's probably a hundred. Yeah, I'm surprised this website. This is a pretty good website, but it's, it's kind of surprising they don't have the ammo capacity listed in there yeah. <laughs> and all that information they got there. Yeah, I think that one does hold a hundred. Now that I'm thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you'll figure you'll figure it out. You'll you'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next is the QBB ninety five one. This is another Chinese weapon like the QBZ. Yeah. Um, it's really the same thing. It's just got a big drum mag on the back of it instead of a traditional banana-style magazine. Uh, this is another one that you can kind of use like a, an assault rifle. It does have a bigger uh, magazine than a lot of the other assault rifle-style LMGs. Uh, up next is the M24 or uh, M240 Bravo. This is another heavy hitter. Hits like a fucking truck. Yeah. Uh, it does only have 100 rounds in the belt, and it takes a while to reload it. But it it's a pretty good one. Sounds great too. Yes, I love the way it's up. Yeah. Uh, after that, you get the MG4, which is a traditional belt-fed machine gun. People seem to really like it. I never really got on with it. It's another. I like the way it's. It's another one that sounds great. It 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 actually has a similar uh uh like uh sound of firing as the um as it's like you know granddaddy MG4. Mm-hmm. It sounds pretty similar. No, I know a lot of people say that. I've never. Yeah, I find it like 
I find even uh, when you got it stationary, that the uh, bullet spread is really kind of crazy, especially once you get it, especially once you're trying to fire at someone really far away. Yeah. If I'm going to go for one of the, the higher rate of fire machine guns, I'll actually go for the next one, which is the M249. It's a traditional style machine gun. I think statistically it's almost the same as the MG4. Mm-hmm. I just like the, the M249 more. Don't know why. Couldn't tell you. And then the final one through the base game that you'll unlock is the RPK-12. It's a AK-style machine gun. It's got a 40-round magazine. Handles more like an assault rifle than an LMG. Yeah, it really does, and it can it does handle a lot like that. And it, yeah, it it's fun. I like that. I actually like that LMG a lot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, and cool. That, that wraps up the base machine guns, at least. And which brings us to the PDWs, which are I think the, I think PDWs personally I think they're my personal favorite uh, weapon category in the game. Um, there. Yeah, because well, the one of them is my absolutely my favorite weapon in the game it's not this one um so the so the base pdw that you uh, start with is the mx4 uh you know it's 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 actually a pretty terrible weapon to start off with it feels it feels like it's it feels like it is just like fucking tickling the fucking people you're shooting at it's it's kind yeah. of frustrating um but they reward you immediately. Uh, it's it's almost like they knew what they were doing because the the next one you unlock in in the line is the PP two thousand, which is a great submachine gun. Uh, it goes a very low recoil, uh, medium good medium range, good good damage range, uh, and a very controllable, very very good feeling weapon. So you go right from from terrible to good uh, in the PTWs. So the PP two thousand is definitely. It's definitely it's a mainstay for sure. Um, you'll probably find that's going to be the one you're going to enjoy the most. Uh, then you get the Ump Forty Five. It can do, yeah, it can do. Um, I believe it can do. It can do burst and auto. Um, it's the Ump Forty Five is is tough. It, it it's kind of a, it's kind of if you're really if you're really snappy with it. And you don't miss your shots, you'll definitely get the kills. But it's like you can't miss your shots, and you got to be pretty snappy with it. Yeah, um, yeah. The CBJMS, um, it's got a, it's got a high high capacity mag, uh, so it's got a long, it's got a, it's got a, it says it's it's well, it's got a short reload time, um, but good, good range, but also uh, crazy, pretty crazy recoil. And a really fast fire rate, and it's kind of like an Uzi. It's kind of like a Chinese Uzi, yeah. basically. Uh, and then the PDWR. The PDWR is my favorite weapon in the game. It, it's got the most predictable recoil. It's got the easiest to handle recoil. It takes very little mouse input to keep the recoil just nice and cushy, right on your target. Uh, it's got a Good rate of fire, not too fast, not too slow, and it's got very acceptable damage range all over. It's just a fucking great weapon. And then when you start doing some attachment stuff to it, you can kind of really hone it in with what kind of recoil you'll like, what kind of sight you like on it. Um, It's my favorite weapon in the game. I fucking love it. It fucking shoots like a dream. And it's just, yeah. the, The ammo capacity could be a little bit better, 
But outside of that, if you're snappy with it and you're good about how you reload, reload tactically, you're you'll be fine. It's fucking it's a great weapon. I fucking love it. Uh, the CZ three A one. I hate this fucking gun. Yeah, I can't get on with it either. No, it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's got crazy recoil. It doesn't have great damage range. It's got the rate of fire is too fast. So it's like you, yeah. you'll generally waste the mag and not have killed anyone. So it's like, the fuck are you doing with that thing? So just that's an avoid it. Avoid the CZ three eight one. That thing is fucking garbage. Avoid it or spec it for hip fire and just hip fire. Or there, yeah. Or yeah, there you go too. That's that's that. That I you know what? I, maybe that what maybe that weapon does have a use then because I don't think I've ever actually tried that. Um, yeah. So maybe I'll. I haven't used it long enough to get those attachments. Yeah. To be honest. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. There you go. Maybe I'll. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that sometime. Uh, the JS two. You know, I don't have a ton of experience with the JS two. <laughs> I. I I don't know. Did you? Did you ever? Not, not really. No, I don't think I ever did either. And one of the reasons might be because I think it's ugly. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking ugly, right? Look at those fucking monster fucking iron sights sticking off the top of it, and it's like weird fucking like gaping mouth under the barrel. It's mm-hmm. ugly. It's pro- so I, I, it might be a great gun. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't know. Not gonna use it because it's fucking terrible looking. Um. But I don't know. Maybe I'll have to fucking try it out. Maybe it is a really good weapon. Uh, P90, you know, mainstay of submachine guns. P90 in this game is pretty good too. The P90 and the PDW actually handle very similar, uh, but the P90's got a much higher rate of fire uh, and a little less damage range. Uh, and a bigger magazine. And, but yeah, but the bigger magazine. Um, but um, yeah, but it just doesn't. Um, it it does it does fire similar in a similar way to the PDWR, but with the less damage range and the less amount of damage it does, it you just you've gotta gotta be snappy with it, gotta gotta aim well. Um, mm-hmm. And then the Ump Nine, uh, the Ump Nine the Ump Nine is pretty good. It's chunky. It's like a, it's a chunky uh, submachine gun. Uh, hits pretty hard, low recoil, um, but good magazine size and stuff like that. I don't have a ton of... I remember using it a little bit. Um, and these and the guns we're going over are just in the, the base game. Um, you can yes. eventually... Yeah, I'm like... Because I know... Because it doesn't have the... Um, the, the DLC weapons. Yeah, the yeah. DLC weapons. I'm trying to think of the DLC PDW. The MX something or whatever. The MX5? Is that what it is? It's no, kind of like... That's a Miata. Oh. Um. <laughs> this is, of course, true. <laughs> Uh, MPX. MPX. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. The MP and the, the MPX is actually a pretty good uh, weapon. The MPX is I actually really pretty, like it too. Yeah, I really like it a lot. Um, and I, I think you just get access to it right away when you, if you if you were to buy this game on Steam right now or like down I think or I don't I don't know I can't remember but if you do, so I think you have to unlock. Maybe you do have it. to unlock it. Um. Okay. And. Uh, so then that brings us to your favorite weapons. Yes. Sniper rivals. <laughs> I will keep this fairly short because I, I like me some snipers. Uh, you start off with the CSLR4, which honestly, it's a really solid sniper. Mm-hmm. You could you can use that for a long time. Um, up next is the M40A5, which has the fastest 
uh, fire rate for all the bolt actions, but the slow, second slowest bolt velocity, so you will have to lead your targets more with it. Better for close range, which you would think I would use, but I don't. <laughs> um, up next is the Scout Elite, which honestly, you can skip this. It won't one-shot headshot past a I certain know. range. No, so I know, it's so bad. Don't Don't even waste your time. Uh, up next, this says the SW98. I'm pretty sure in game it's SV98. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. It it's okay. I don't really use it. Um, it's got a slow bullet velocity as well. So, yeah. Unlock it. Play with it. You know, whatever. You'll see if you like it or not. Uh, up next is the JNG90. Uh, it's a pretty solid sniper. I need to use it a little bit more. Um, at least on PC. I think I used it a pretty good amount on Xbox. It's it's pretty solid. Uh, up next is the 338 Recon, which technically will have the best hip fire out of all the sniper rifles in the game because the uh, it is a bullpup rifle. You really shouldn't be hip firing with a sniper, but, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Uh, after that is it, it, my personal favorite. It'd be like favorite. that sometime. <laughs> it, it do indeed be like that. Up next is my personal favorite sniper rifle, the M98B. Uh, real long range, slower rate of fire, great damage drop off. This is this is probably one of the stronger ones in the category. Uh, after that, you get the SRR61. You can call it the mw2 intervention because it's essentially the same thing yeah this this would be the one you would use at very long ranges it has less bullet drop than the other snipers so you can you can kind of use that to your advantage then the final one you get from the base game is the fyjs this is kind of similar to the scout elite although the damage range is a little better um, it's another kind of aggressive sniper rifle. I do really like this one. You just kind of got to be mindful that you might not get that one-shot headshot at, at further ranges with it. It's something to keep in mind. And yeah. And that's, that's the base sniper rifles. For sure, yeah. Um, okay, so, you know, I'll just, I'm, not, I'm just going to skim over the carbines because, I mean, they're they're essentially... Assault rifles. Yeah, basically. But there are a couple of standouts. The SG553 is pretty nice. And actually, the the AKU-12. The AKU-12 is actually a pretty fucking beastly uh, gun. Um, I haven't used that one much. It's actually, it's pretty good. Um, No, and then you get your, you know, Ace-52 CQB, G36C. That's a good one. The M4, Burst Fire M4. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the Ace Twenty One CQB Type Ninety Five B. They're all they're all you know they're carbines. Um, I was. I don't know what the difference. I don't know what makes a carbine a carbine and what makes an AR an AR, uh, an Armalite rifle, right? Um. Yeah, I don't know either. I think uh, they just did it to get say, hey, you have assault rifles for all the classes, just in case. Right, yeah. Well, I kind of meant also in uh, real life as well, because I'm pretty. Yeah. I mean, I've heard carbine thrown around in in real gun terms, right? 
Yeah. So I'm yeah. not sure what the difference is. Right, yeah. So I'm not sure I'm not exactly sure what the difference is either. But um so but you know, your carbines, again, don't I'm not gonna I'm not, I was just I just do that skim over because they're basically just like a, like ARs. They're basically just like your assault rifles in the game. Mm-hmm. Um the DMRs, the the designated the the designated marksman rifles, uh, to me, there's only four that matter. And personally, to me, there's only one that actually matters, and that's the MK11. The MK11 to me is the only DMR you need. That thing is fucking, it's it's all around just great. Hits great, shoots great, feels good. It's fucking great. Um, but the eight, the Ace, the the M39 is pretty good too. I like the M39 a lot, and then the Scar. The Ace and the Scar, I don't think are as good as the MK11 and the M39. Um, no, they're not. Yeah, um, I like that. The the M39 is pretty fucking great, high because it shoots a little bit faster and uh, it's it's got a higher fire rate. Yeah. I think the bullet velocity is a lot faster than most of the other. Ones. Yeah, so it just really it it feels it feels pretty good too. Um, so yeah, so those are all the weapons you have access to, and then real and so then we'll go over real quick. So the weapon characteristics that all these weapons have, these are, and these are the categories that all the weapons in Battlefield Four are, you know, are are the metrics that that they work on. Is your is it their damage, their accuracy, their hip fire, the range, and stability? Okay, pretty straightforward, right? So as far as weapon attachments, I we could keep going. We could like list every single one of them, but the fact is, and you'll find this as you get into the game and go through them. Um, multiple weapon attachments will have the same exact effect. They'll be a different attachment. They'll be called something different, but they will essentially have the same exact effect, right? Yeah. Um, so we can just, so I'll, we'll, I'll go over real quick here, essentially how some of these affect what they do, but you can, it's easy. It's very easy to see what they affect in the game. And then they're actually very easy to kind of feel what, how they affect uh, in the game as well. Um, Master Jung Gaming just gave us just a yup in the chat. Um, but I don't believe uh, you've ever stopped by my stream before, so I appreciate you stopping by and saying yup. Appreciate that, dude. Um, how you doing tonight? Thanks for uh, checking us out. So, optics. Optics optics in this game are strictly preference other outside of what kind of zoom level you want. Yeah, They have no effect on how the gun fires. They have no effect on recoil, but any of that stuff. It's all just what kind of look you like. Like I, I love the uh, the hollow sight in this game. I love the way it looks on a lot of weapons. So I tend to use that if I'm just looking for a one time uh, weapon. The coyote, but or of course there's there is there's sight picture. The coyote has got a very small um, profile, so it takes mm-hmm. up less right screen real estate on your screen. The hollow's got a little bit bigger profile, but I like. I like the targeting, targeting reticle in it, and all that stuff. So the so the optics are strictly up to preference based on what zoom you want. Of course, you've got your ACOG four time, three time zoom, and your sniper, uh, <coughs> you know, crazy zoom twenty times snipers. So, so just pick the optics that you think look cool, or do you just think work best for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, so now the next category, the next category your weapon has is accessory. Uh, and the, your accessories are your lasers, flashlights, canted sights, and uh, one that you get 
as an option on ARs and carbines is actually to any one-time, so for like a hollow or a coyote, any one-time zoom optic you have, as an accessory, you can attach the little flip uh, back and forth magnifying sight, which will magnify any of those optics to two times. So there you go. Um, though none of those really affect handling outside much outside of uh, hip fire improvement. The yeah. yeah, that's all they do. In fact, the only ones that even affect the hip fire inc- make your hip fire better are the lasers. Uh, lasers. Gosh damn it. <laughs> It's like that's now that's a real boomer thing. But us, okay, but, doctor, uh, no. Yeah, us boomers can't say lasers without basically like impersonating fucking or not Doctor Noah, Doctor Doctor Evil from yes. yeah from wrong series. Wrong, yeah. Well, not quite the wrong series, just the parody series. The, the, I took the serious one. Yeah, you took the serious one. I'm fucking blanking on the name. Mike Myers, Austin Powers. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but one of the things the flashlights do for you is the flashlights um, are good in some of the dark areas. Cause there are maps that have got literally like legitimately, you know, fairly dark areas and they light up um, those areas so that you can see the enemies and you can kind of see around corners and they'll blind your enemies, but the lasers also blind enemies too. Um, I think you need to call back in. Shit. Right. Yeah. Your, uh, your grid fam session disconnected for some reason. Um, so, those so the, so the so the flashlights the lasers the lasers only affect hip fire the flashlights don't affect weapon handling at all but you can use them to blind your enemies and they do they do the blinding effect to a fairly a good degree to where it can really kind of mess up your uh enemies can you call back in there you are yeah gotcha okay you're back um so then the next the next uh thing that you can change out on your weapon is the barrel uh so now and this is again fairly straightforward stuff you got your suppressors flash guards muzzle attachments um uh the oh that's the thing called the recoil or you know the uh muzzle brake muzzle brake and stuff like that and so what these will tend to affect are our recoil and the accuracy of full auto fire um Gotta get back to OBS here. There we go. Yeah. So you basically just go through those and find out how, what you want it to affect. If you suppressors will, you can still get you will still get spotted when firing with suppressors, but the amount of time you're spotted on the minimap will be shorter. So there's that benefit to suppressors. Um, the heavy barrel makes your recoil a little bit more better, you know, a little bit more controllable. Some of them just affect first shot recoil, which is nice, though the first shot, your first shot recoil isn't quite as violent, so now it's a little bit easier to sort of just continue to control the recoil. Stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, you can just do that kind of thing with those. Just look through those, see how you want it to affect your weapon handling. Um, now, the underbarrel stuff is a little different, but again, the same thing. It's your grips, bipod, um, and stuff like that. And there's multiple grips that look different, but will do the same thing. Help you control recoil, stuff like that. If you attach the bipod, obviously. Um, if you're familiar with mounting in, you know, the new COD, COD uh, Game of the Year Edition 2019. Uh, if you put a bipod on a gun, 
Which I believe you can put them on just about any gun, can't you? Other than like PDWs, mm, <laughs> assault rifles and LMGs, LMGs for sure. It's sniper rifles. Yeah, and snipers for sure. Yeah, and then you can deploy it. You can like do a key bind to deploy the bipod, and it will it will get stationary, but it it makes the it makes the recoil and the handling just like fucking butter, which is pretty nice. Um, but it basically, you know, you're running around with a bipod. So you're getting no benefit from automatic, no benefit to recoil and automatic fire, no benefit to like, you know, running and gunning and stuff like that. Um, Or what you can do for your assault rifles and I believe carbines is you can do the underslung rail. Now, if you put the underslung rail on your assault rifle or your carbine, when you're, when you select, uh, I believe it's actually only assault because you can't. There's no. There's nothing you can undersling from engineer, right? No. So it is. I think it's just assault rifles. That's right. It's just assault be. rifles that can do the underslung rail. That's right. Yeah. But what that does is it's a tactical rail. So as so if you select one of those grenade launchers or one of those shotguns as your gadget, rather than being in one of your gadget slots, it's just it's automatically now it's attached to the underside of your gun, which then means it can be selected a lot faster. Because you can, you can keybind primary fire, secondary fire, and when you select secondary fire, it switches to that grenade launcher or shotgun much faster as opposed to cycling through your inventory to put your main weapon away and then to bring up that shotgun or grenade launcher. So that's the benefit of, of the underslung rail. Uh, so that's a pretty quick overview. That I, I know that's a pretty quick overview of those things, but they really don't they don't really affect the the weapon handling stuff quite to the same if you play COD or you play Cold War. It doesn't yeah. just yeah, they don't really affect the way the guns handle nearly as much as the, the way the stuff in the weaponsmith does in, in COD and Cold War and more or you know, in Warzone. So yeah, uh, and the descriptions mm. in game are accurate to to what they do. So yes. once you start unlocking them, you can read, and it does what it says it does. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Imagine that, right? You know, crazy. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. I mean, holy shit! You mean to tell me they fucking developed, they coded this thing, and it does exactly what it says? And then when I use it in the game, it really looks, it feels, and looks like it does what it says it does. Holy shit! It's fucking crazy. Um. So yeah, so it's a pretty quick overview of that stuff, but that's about all you really need for that. Um, so that uh, that just about that just about. Do you want to go over your loadouts real quick? Yeah, we can. Yeah, just make it a basic kind of. So that brings us to the end of our first part of this stuff. I think. Yeah, I think we're we're gonna have to do this again because we could. I mean, we're probably we're probably not gonna get any more news anytime soon so next time we do this we'll go over um we'll go over the maps and we'll go over the well you don't you're not a vehicle guy though are you not really i'll gun but i'm not i'm not much of a driver or a pilot okay right yeah so but anyway we'll get into it we'll get into the vehicles and we'll get into the maps as well the maps themselves will get really kind of like deep into the maps but so but just so to wrap up here uh to wrap up our first or this our first uh, battlefield 101 here um uh we're gonna we're gonna give you what our sort of like kind of go-to loadouts are for each class um as soon as i find my show it uh 
so that so that was all the that was basically all the things that are available to you the weapons the gadgets and stuff we didn't really get into grenades but we can get in we can get into grenades in the next one yeah they're not they don't really affect the game too too much really not not anything crazy not anything crazy no so okay so my okay so <laughs> so i i hit a wall doing my notes last night so i did not do a support or recon but i'm going to do my assault and then you and then you do your assault. I'll do my engineer. Then you do your engineer. Then you can just do your support because I didn't. And I'll just kind of, I'll kind of wing it off off what you do for those ones. Okay, so, so my go-to assault is I I play medic. So my my main is the M416. I I love like I said I love the M416, and I do the hollow, the green laser, the heavy barrel, or sometimes the R2 suppressor depending on how I'm feeling, and the angled grip. So the hollow, green laser, heavy barrel, and angled grip. Um, for my secondary, I like the G18. It's a full-auto pistol. It's like a, it's a little full-auto Glock, real snappy, real good, you know, uh, good handling. So good good in a pinch for when, you, when you, you've run out of ammo. And then, of course, I run the med bag and the defib. And uh, I generally, I will generally, uh, generally, the, Anyway, I like to I use I like the flashbang. <laughs> Gosh damn it! <laughs> I prefer I prefer the flashbang. I can't fucking talk. It's we've been doing it. We've been at this for a while now. Yeah. Um, I prefer the flashbang because I kind of I tend to play the medic as like a bit of like sort of a special opsy kind of kind of class. So then and then I so then I use the combat combat medic specialization. So that's my go to for assault. Um, and again, like I was saying. I don't. Let's. Oh, so I won't. Yeah. Uh, so, what's your kind of go-to assault setup? My assault is fairly similar. I'll use either the M416 or the Scar. Um, it's kind of depending on my mood. Um, my optics of choice are either the Coyote Red Dot or the HD33 Hollow. Okay. I think the thing's a little smaller on it. And the sight picture is a little bigger than the traditional holographic sight. Uh, I'll use a laser with it, uh, depending on the map and how I'm playing. I'll either use a heavy barrel, some sort of suppressor, or a flash hider if I don't know what to do. Right. As far as the barrel attachment goes, and then I'll either use a an angled grip or a stubby. Again, it kind of depends. The stubby's a good I one use, too. Yeah. I think I use stubby more on Xbox than I do on PC. Okay. Just oh. to kind of coil. Yeah. Um, my secondaries are the same across all the classes and it kind of depends on, on my mood that day. Mm. I'll either use Deagle cause it, it just hits like a truck, does a ton of damage. Yeah. I'll use the compact 45. It does consistent damage. I would use the, the 1911, but the magazine's just too small. Yeah. The, the yeah. compact has a couple more rounds in it. And then I'll use the, uh, the M9. If I want to get real spammy with a pistol, if I need to, <laughs> you can definitely do that with that. Yeah, um, our gadgets are the same: med bags and oh, defibs. Okay. Uh, specializations of combat medic, and then all of my classes. I'll either run the standard frag grenade or the mini grenades. Okay, right. that kind of just depends, and that's like I said, that's the same across all my classes. Okay, um, so then the other thing you can. Re- remember too though is like i said so the assault the assault class is is a dual class 
it can be a medic or it can ascend it can be really what it's called is an assault class because you if if you equip if you go different and you equip either the shotgun and you run and you're running the smoke or you're running the flashbangs um and you've and you're running and you're running the grenadier specialization you're just a fucking you're like you're a real menace on in a, in a game you're fucking suppressing and you're making people flinch and you're flashbanging them and um and you're just moving around yeah. real fast yeah so so that's the sort of that's the that's the uh alternative play uh on the assault class if you want to set it up a little bit differently um okay so my engineer class uh like I said, the PDWR, I love the PDWR. Um, and I run the hollow, the flashlight and the heavy barrel. Uh, I like to run the 93R on the, on the engineer class. See, see now you can see where I kind of, I tend to role play some of this stuff. Cause you, you just said you're using the same weapons across the classes because that's probably the best way to go about it. Cause those are good pistols. But I mean, the 93R is pretty good. It's the, it's the yeah. burst fire style weapon. Yeah. Um, and then I generally, so I will, I generally like to, to, uh, use the, the over the shoulder launchers. I'm not really much of a mine guy. Yeah. Some, either. yeah. Some people tend to use them to pretty good effect, but I don't know. It's, I guess they have the patience for them because <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You just, you're laying the mines down and you're just, you know, but some people are really good at knowing where to lay them. Right. But I'm, I'm more of a like, no, I want to fucking fire a big fucking rocket at your fucking tank. <laughs> and specifically, I really love it when recons are painting targets and you're getting the laser designated hits. Those are yeah, fucking great. Um, and of course the repair tool. Um, and I run incendiary grenades and I will run the, anti-tank specialization um because i generally yeah i generally i just if i'm going to play engineer i want to i want to i want to repair i want to keep the vehicles up yeah. you, wanna, you definitely you know you want to keep the tanks up you want to keep the ifvs up and you want to be a pest to their armor with either whether it's like like i said the the fire and forget stuff the rpgs or the laser designated stuff so so like uh, yeah so what do you what do you got so my I use three different PDWs. It kind of depends on the situation. I really like the Ump 45. It's it's just a classic. You can't go wrong. With it, it. No, it really is. Yeah. Um, and then f I'm playing like a little closer range, or if I'm fucking around on locker, I'll use either an AS Val or an MP7, uh, just for rate of fire. The AS Val is kind of difficult just because the magazine is so small. So but small, but yeah, it's always suppressed. So you kind of have that going for yep. you. Not true. I'll use some, some DMRs if it's a bigger map. I really like the SVD 12. I think it's the most accurate DMR in the game, but it does have a smaller magazine. So you kind of got to be patient with it. Yep. Uh, my gadgets are the small and the, the repair tool. And uh, my specializations are the same as yours. I'll either okay. play an anti tank or a mechanic, just kind of depending on the situation. Right. Yep. Yeah. The, the, the engine. Yeah. That's the, whereas like well, the assault class, it's not particularly situational. It's just the kind of the style you want to play. The engineer can be very situational. Yes. You can, yeah. You can, and you can, you can modify all this stuff on the fly. So you can get very situational with, with the engineer, which is not out, which is a, a good way to look at it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, cool. So give us your uh, support class. So the support class, I mostly use the, 
RPK, not the RPK RPK 12, the regular one. I think that was a DLC weapon. I use it because it has. Yeah, that's right. You're right. That's the reason I use it. It's purely aesthetic. Why do you use it? Sorry. The wood trim. The wood trim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it looks fucking great. I know. School. Yeah, um, for sure. And I'll use either an ACOG <coughs> or hollow, just kind of depending on ACOG. Yeah, same, same for sure. Yeah. Stubby grip, flash hider, laser. You know, fairly, fairly standard. Um, I also really like the L86. It's another kind of assault rifle-y mm-hmm. LMG. It's another DLC weapon. I dude, I like I I generally tend to stick with the UK the UK 100, dude. That thing is just it's so versatile. Mm-hmm. Hits really well. Not crazy recoil. Reloads fairly fast. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of a UK 100 Andy for that thing for sure. Yeah, uh, secondaries <coughs> like I said, same across all the classes. Yep. Deagle compact or M9. Mm-hmm. I typically only care. I only use one of my gadgets on the uh, the support class, and I use an ammo box. I might have C4, <laughs> the, the ballistic shield equipped. That's mostly on Locker or Metro, having the shield. Yeah, but I tend to not use it that often. No, yeah, no, same. I just box that I use. Um, I do like. The mortar every once in a while, depending on the map, of course. Yeah, it can be it can be a real fucking pest. You can really fucking annoy the shit out of people with the mortar. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you'll get yourself sniped real fast because it's, it won't take long. They'll realize like, oh fuck, someone's dropping mortars on our heads, and they'll say in their team chat, "Hey, look for the fucking some mort with the mort," you know. And you stick out like a sore thumb because the the little mortar models on the ground, you're knelt down next to it like a fucking idiot just staring at it and you can't, and you're stuck in, when you're in that mortar position, you're stuck in that. You can't really, so it's just like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then next thing you know, you just bullet through your head. So, but it can, it can be kind of pesty for certain maps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then I play recon a lot different than, than most of the player base. So this is this might be me being a little weird. Okay. But that recon's I, another one that can be very situationally too. You can you can play a very kind of like a salty kind of recon if you if you want yes. to, but yeah. Yeah. So my go to, like I said earlier, is the M ninety eight B. I'll use the uh, the FYJS or the L one fifteen, kind of depending. Um L one fifteen is a another DLC gun. And my builds are almost always the same. I always have an ACOG sight, and I always have a straight pull bolt. Um, if I have okay. them unlocked, nice. I'll use cantered iron sights just just to use an attachment there. I'll try and get yeah. a kill with them every once in a while. Yeah, I'm the, it doesn't yeah, really I'm the do same. <laughs> and uh, a flash hider. It, I feel like the flash hider is actually really strong on snipers. Kind of makes it harder for them to find you when you're being a little more aggressive with them. Fucking rat anyways. Whole family's all rats. And that is me being a rat with a sniper rifle. That is, no, it's super ratty. Because, I mean, well, I mean, you can't do anything about your glint, but it does. It's it's like, because you'll, when you're looking for a sniper, the first thing you're looking for is glint. And it's like, okay, I can't see the glint. But every once in a while, if a sniper's not using that flash hider, then you'll you'll see... Mm-hmm. The gun flash, which can be a giveaway, but with you, if you've got that flash hider on, that's yeah, no, it's it can yeah. it's yeah, and the it, it really hides you. Glint. 
No, it doesn't. You're right. You don't get quite the same zoom, obviously, but it's right. not bad. And it's yeah, it, you can be pretty. I know. I've I've had some fun with uh, some snipers and and ACOGs as well, for sure. Yeah, because people are not expecting the no face blown off by a sniper <laughs> with an ACOG. No, they're not. I know. Um, and my gadgets, uh, my gadgets are a little situational. Um, I'll go between the tugs, the Mav, the motion sensor, or C4, mm-hmm. and it it kind of just depends on on how I'm playing. Um, specializations, I typically use Spec Ops. Um, every once in a while, I'll use Shadow if I don't want to be spotted for as long. But ninety percent yeah. of the time, I use Spec Ops. Stay off of motion sensors and, right, yeah. and stuff. Yep. Well, okay. Yeah. So, but that's generally so. Okay. So the alternative to playing recon like a rat, <laughs> like a sniping rat fuck, um, is that you can play them in a in a kind of an aggressive manner because of with the radio beacon because you don't you you have access to DMR carbine and shotgun, um, so you can, you know, uh. So you can, I, I think I like to think of it as like, uh, like, you know, you kind of, you can play a Navy seal, so to speak, yes. right. Or something or like, or, a, or, a um, gosh, damn it. What the fuck is the army special forces? Um, Delta Rangers, Rangers, uh, Delta. Delta. Yeah. yeah. You know, Delta force. Um, so you, yeah, you can equip a carbine and then you can equip, uh, C4 and you can equip the radio beacon and cause the radio beacon can be very useful. You can, if you infiltrate, the right parts of the map, you get a radio beacon down. Now you've got a spawn point that can, if you do it right, you got access to this flag, this direction. And if it, if, if you hide it, well, the enemies can't, you know, the enemy team won't find it and stuff like that. So, yeah. So that's kind of an alternative to play. And, and generally you would use the, um, the spec ops specialization for something like that. Cause you're, you're going to keep, it's going to make you a little bit stealthier for moving around and shit. So, yeah. So there you go. All right. Fuck, dude, we did it. Nice, man. Um, there we go. So there's. Uh, so basically, this is going to be part one of our our little Battlefield 101, Battlefield 4 uh, primer for uh, those of you who may be new to Battlefield. Uh, so I hope this was helpful. Um, this was a lot of really good info, actually. Um, yeah. For sure. Um, but again, obviously, we didn't cover vehicles or maps, which is, you know, pretty important to the fucking game too um so we can do that next time for sure um so that shit that'll wrap it up man that'll wrap this fucker up um real quick uh just a couple parting things real fast Uh, again join the fucking discord uh follow me on twitter you can follow me on twitter uh at dubfire33 and uh if i didn't mention earlier i think i think i think i did miss one thing and my little open, uh, we you know we live stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash dubfire33. Uh, if you just downloaded the pod and you hear me kind of talking to somewhat disembodied voices that aren't Evan, that's uh, that's the Twitch chat that's uh, that I'm talking to, follows and subs and stuff like that. So uh, so follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash dubfire33. And uh, another quick shout out to battlefieldforum.co. Um, dude, he's. That person, he, that person joined the Discord. They're called uh, Forum Admin, Battlefield Forum Admin in the Discord. Yeah. That dude or dudette, I still haven't determined whether or not they're 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 you know their sex doesn't really matter anyways. But anyway, 
Um, yeah, I mean, they've been getting me a lot of run on Twitter. They're us, a lot of run, dude. They've like, he's retweeting and retweeting, uh, when the pods come out and all that stuff. So I appreciate that battlefield forum admin. Uh, so check out battlefieldforum.co. some cool stuff to check out there right now. Uh, some cool, like, uh, uh, screenshot stuff, uh, to check out. And they are posting, anything and everything there that's a good resource or if you you want to just see what's being said what leaks rumors are happening um even if they are you know pranky leaks <laughs> the fucking the real leak you know actual leaks links to link links to leaks <laughs> that i keep fucking fooling me especially on april fucking fool's day uh yeah check it out so all right that'll do it thanks evan yep again of course and uh yeah, that's wrapping this bitch up. We'll see you next time. Uh, keep it. Stay tuned. We're gonna we're gonna do another one of these with some more information on vehicles and maps and stuff. So uh, everyone stay. All right, take two. Everyone stay safe out there, and we will see you next time.